0: what's up sifters welcome to the second episode of game face freestyle Seems like you guys liked the first one well enough certainly we're covering a lot more topics with this uh style than we do with the traditional show what do you think my hat
1: Yeah, sort of. Um, I like having the live interaction.
0: Yeah, Um, I definitely missed that last week too. Just like, uh, especially even during the show, you're really good at keeping like one eye on the chat mm -hmm. and one eye on the show. Um, But yeah, I enjoy at the end of the show kind of having that live interaction. Uh, People were even better this week about getting us questions beforehand, so we do have a great Q and A for the end of the episode. But I do miss that kind Mm -hmm. of having that instantaneous feedback from the uh, viewers on the stream. So. We'll be back soon enough. I actually just got an email from Sam, our TriCaster operator today, saying he won't be back till next Friday. So we may actually end up having three Game Phase freestyle (laughs) episodes instead of the
1: two. So it's a good thing you like it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is a good thing you like it. Otherwise, we'd be uh, scrambling right now trying to find another TriCaster operator. So it's actually been a pretty eventful week in games, Mm -hmm. man. Like, uh, I went away for the weekend and, like, all hell broke loose with, like, a bunch of stuff. And we're going to talk about it on the show Lots of PlayStation stuff to talk about this week, and uh, we're definitely going to get to it. So, let's see. Achievements are live. It seems like you guys all love them. Everyone seems to like them. Um, A lot of people have been asking me how to see how you get each achievement, because a lot of people just go to their profile page and just see them there, and they can see the name of it, but not actually the description on how they got them. And so, pro tip, all you need to do is just hover over your avatar, click Dashboard, and then in the left-hand nav there, just click Achievements. And it'll take you to a page that shows all the achievements that you've earned with a description on how you got them. And also there's a thread in the forums where people are collecting them and everyone's kind of comparing what they got. So people can kind of go for the gold if they're trying to get one that they really are into. Apparently
1: I've clicked on a lot more uh, articles than I thought I did. Yeah,
0: you don't realize it because you just go on the site and you're just like click, click, click. You Mm -hmm. don't realize it like. A lot of the content has been tagged to multiple channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some some people are like, "What's Shadowplay?" And it's you know it's for reading 500 pieces or watching 500 pieces of stealth-related content. So anytime you've read or watched something for like Deus Ex, mm-hmm. that's stealth. That's or one Metal of, Gear
1: Solid V. right? And
0: you're also getting a a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One and all the platforms that mm-hmm. it's on. And whether it's an editorial or a feature, so. Every piece of content on Sifted isn't just tagged to one thing. It's tagged to multiple things. So you can kill several birds with one stone just by looking at uh, one piece of content. So keep digging, folks. There's a ton. I only have, by the way, 28 achievements. I'm level 28. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's still, like, I still have 100 plus Hmm. to go. So don't fret. If you guys are level 10 or whatever, man, you've got a whole world of achievements in front of you. So intentionally put them in tiers or whatever so that uh, you know there'll be something to attain as you get higher like I said I'm level 28 and I only have 28 of them so lots more to uncover sifters so with that let's get to the show we're gonna kick things off with Sony because Sony was just like the world this week I mean the world tons of huge stories were breaking over the week and not related really to Gamescom at all Which is a funny thing.
1: Probably related to that upcoming event, though. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely related. So the biggest story is PlayStation 4 Slim, something that I think I know you and I both assumed was was going to happen. You could could have assumed it was going to happen eventually because I can't remember the last PlayStation console or handheld that didn't eventually get a smaller, sleeker, Mm -hmm. more energy-efficient iteration. And uh, so that's what we're getting here. And at first the news broke. I was actually out of town this weekend when, this, when all this happened. Had no idea. I was in Las Vegas where you don't know anything that's <laughs> going on outside of Las Vegas. You don't even know
1: what time it is. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, so I come back and holy cow. Like at first I saw the story and I was like, oh, this is another fake. And I'm like, I'm not getting fooled like I did with like the whole Wii U controller th- or with the whole NX controller thing. And, uh, and then somebody puts up like a video of them like booting it up. And then there was an unboxing mm. video. This is insane, Matt, by the way. Like, that, is,
1: that is some serious stuff to get out that early.
0: How did these units go out to retail? I mean, it's either they went out to retail early, which leads me to believe that Sony had planned this whole thing where at their September event mm. in New York, they say, hey, here's the Slim, and it's in stores right now, right and you now, can go, go get it. Yeah. Pulling like a Saturn from E3 type yeah. deal. If you remember that whiskey, yeah, whiskey, really <laughs> and so you know it's crazy that these peop- people have their hands on these things, and Sony hasn't even announced it yet, and then, so somebody got them, sold it on some eBay knockoff website, and uh, it turns out they got the console, it works, it boots. I've never seen anything like this before. Where like the it's never been announced at all by the platform holder and it's out in the wild
1: now that is some that is quite a truck to fall off of I've never seen that before it's it's not before announcement it's insane
0: never before have I seen this before and Sony is trying to be the internet police so it's going around trying to take down all the YouTube videos all the stuff on Vimeo and all the that always works well it didn't work because I snagged the unboxing (laughs) video (laughs) because I knew it was gonna happen I know how Sony is is very vigilant about it and so I anticipated that that stuff would get taken down sure enough it did uh so we reposted re- it for you guys on sifted for people who could, so they could see it if they weren't you know a bloodhound like tracking the news that day so first of all what do you think of the slim Mat?
1: fine i mean i won't get one i'm gonna wait for the neo yeah uh, my existing fat works fine yeah uh, so but it looks nice um, I like. I usually like the slim redesigns of consoles. Like, I can't really remember the last one I didn't like. Um,
0: I didn't like the original design of the PlayStation Three. No. Anyway. No. So I was kind of happy to see that thing. I mean, I love it now because I have the fat version, and they're like people are clamoring to try to right. find those now. I'm glad I have it. But as far as the designs, I definitely liked the the slimmer versions of it that came out. Mm-hmm. They put out what two more versions of the PlayStation Three? Were there think three so. versions total of PlayStation 3?
1: I think mm, there were. Maybe. I remember this, the first Slim. I don't remember the second one, but I haven't really paid attention in a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes they just end up like, well, here here's one with a one terabyte hard right. drive or whatever. They just boost the hard drive size. But this one, they didn't really do that at all.
1: Yeah, it's just sort of a different shell.
0: Yeah, and like, I'm sure it's more energy efficient or yeah. whatever, but they had already kind of stealth released a more energy efficient version of the PlayStation 4 already. Like... Because I found that out whenever I tripped over the HDMI cable and ruined my first one. Right. I then went and bought like a last of us bundle and I realized that it was a completely different model number on the back of of the box and on the serial number on the on the system. So they had done a subtle change already, but this is obviously far mm. more drastic cosmetic.
1: Yeah, they're always running change like like I found that out the hard way when uh, my my launch GameCube died. And I went to get a replacement, and I got it home, and there was no digital out. Yeah, they re- they removed the digital out, which is like that's uh, what I use for the component cables. And I'm like, yep. uh, I ain't playing these games not in progressive, so I had to go back and I returned it to Best Buy, and I had to look through I had to look through all the the systems they had to find one that had the, the digital out. The DOL001
0: or whatever.
1: Yeah. it was. Yeah, and uh, and that, so that happens a lot. They change they change the systems, and they don't tell us.
0: Yeah, I think Nintendo. May have messaged that I can't remember actually I, 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 remember. I think
1: when it happened I googled it And there w- had been some like re- But it's like no one really cared it, Yeah it wasn't
0: like reported Because most yeah. people's GameCubes hadn't died Although right. my, my launch GameCube died too I started getting discrete errors and...
1: yeah. Mine wasn't my GameCube I went through two GameCubes And uh, Three Playstation 2's And the original Original Xbox still going strong Oh yeah, my that
0: thing was a brick. But actually, I, I bet.
1: Uh, apparently, uh, the there was a capacitor for the clock that leaks, and if you haven't looked at yours in years, it's probably leaked and destroyed the motherboard. Oh really? Point. You're supposed to go in and like break it off and. Who's remove gonna it. do that? Um, Someone who <laughs> uses that system all the time, I guess. But right. like, mine's in storage somewhere, and I, I've never gotten around. So at some point, I gotta go get my original Xbox, open it up, and see if it's ruined. Yep. So the PS Four Slim. You
0: like the more rounded look of it instead of the Yeah, I kind of like
1: it. I mean, I don't dislike either one. Uh, I
0: mean, to me, it's exactly the same design with rounded corners. Right. Um, Maybe a little skinnier. Yeah. Maybe
1: a little. And, you know, there are places, you know, I I have kept it on the floor at times. I kept it on the floor because I have hardwood, and when it was having, the original model was having overheating problems before I sent it in for the fan to get fixed. Um, Sometimes I wouldn't realize it was there, and I'd hit it with my foot. And the, that's the point, how I ruined mine. And the point would <laughs> I uh, tripped the, over the cable. But it's pointy, so yeah. the corner's pointy. It would like like gouge you gouge into your skin. So I'm like, maybe the rounded corners are a nice safety touch, safety measure. But uh, that's yeah, it cool. Like I,
0: most of the people on Sifted did not like the new design.
1: That's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna like. I, I, it was, it's not like a oh, I, I need to replace mine with that one because it's so much cooler looking. It's like it's like it's that's cool. Sure. What's the Scorpio look like? Yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's, Not the Scorpio, the the Neo. The Neo. Um, so I, yeah, I do kind of want to, I guess this is just going to be the standard PlayStation from now on yeah. So like, you know, if someone isn't going to buy a Neo, this is what they're going to have um, I, get, I, like, I kind of like, it's a weird thing, but I kind of like the idea that like if you have one of the old ones It sort of proves you were in before, yeah, yeah. before it was cool a little bit you Well, know?
0: what I did too was whenever I got my replacement one So I went and bought one because I needed to have a system to use right. for work purposes And then I sent the old one in to get repaired And it cost like a hundred and whatever and uh, when I got that one back then, I sold my old one, which was brand new now, because they ended up completely replacing it and not just like refurbishing it or whatever. But I took the piano-like sleeve off the top, so now you can pop the sleeve off and get into like the hard drive and mm. whatnot. When well, the new systems, it was matte, and in the launch systems, it was like glossy. Yeah. And so I kept like the glossy mm. shield and put it on my new console. And then put the the matte one on the one I was selling, and then sold it. So, right. but uh, I, to your point earlier, you're like with the Neo. I mean, is there a point to this thing? Yeah, I just, mean, it depends on when the Neo is released, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, but I guess it just it's just a more compact and and more efficient. Maybe maybe it helps with the price drop in comparison to the Neo. Just it's you know it's cheaper to make a smaller thing that uses less materials. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure it makes sense from like a manufacturing business standpoint. Um, I don't think it's going to entice anybody in that what, doesn't already have one right. necessarily. It's just like, this is how we're going to produce this hardware now. I guess in one way
0: it's kind of encouraging because if people are fearing right now that, you know, once the Neo comes out that, oh, I own oh, yeah, like the phase base PS4, yeah. I mean, this is pr- a pretty clear sign yeah. that once Neo comes out, they're still going to be supporting the Yeah, pretty the good proof basic. they
1: really intend to sell both systems, you know, Actively, right,
0: and that's that's good news. Yeah. But to your point, it is it would be hard for me to tell somebody to buy a PlayStation Four right right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're just in love with the rounded corners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, in two weeks we're going to know what. Hopefully, we're going to know yeah. what's up with Neo. I hope I mean, this the, whole event wasn't just for the PS4 Slim. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, I, I mean, really I guess the main thing is
1: like if the Neo turns out to be like six hundred bucks. Right. Like then obviously this this PS4 Slim has a very Important place, yeah, in the in the sales plan
0: for sure. I don't think Neo will be that much, though. I hope not. It could. Could be. Obviously. Yeah, it absolutely. Sony could be. Is no stranger to overpricing its hardware. Um, I, I know
1: how they won't announce it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling it's probably going to come in around the launch price of the original probably, yeah. PlayStation Four. It'll probably be three ninety
1: nine, something yeah. like that. I could see four fifty. Yeah. Like you could push it to four fifty, maybe. But I I feel like you're in a weird zone when you know, especially if you're gonna push it alongside the the VR, because that's why this thing doesn't oh, yeah, exist. For sure, obviously. Yeah. That puts you at the eight hundred dollar price point. Yeah. And now you're now you're a Vive. Yeah. Not including the PC, PC hardware to run the Vive. Right. So you're still cheaper. But I don't see a lot a, of
0: people like saying I'm really interested in VR, so I'm going to go buy a rig right. and the Vive. Like, I think the people who are going to buy a Vive already have a rig mm-hmm. that at the very least they could probably upgrade with a video card and some RAM and hopefully get into that save zone with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I see, like, that total, like, I'm just going to, rich people perhaps. But the average consumer I don't think is going to be like, you know what, I'm totally cool with, like yeah spending two grand to play vr building yeah more. building
1: a a rig for vr is a little crazy i mean there's not enough meat there because I mean, chances
0: are that person too is not going to use that desktop for anything but vr because mm-hmm. they if they don't
1: have a, a desktop, if they don't have it for gaming already right what are they doing exactly right. like they wouldn't have one so i mean i'm you know, i'm i'm into the vr thing i want to get you know i have playstation vr you know ordered and ready to go and i will you know Frankly, I'm getting
0: th- excited. By the way, oh yeah.
1: Frankly, I think that like that's where a lot of my VR multiplayer gaming will be because yeah. I think most people I know who will get a VR headset will get a PlayStation VR one because it's a cheaper and B, they already have the platform for it. Yeah. Um. So I expect like most of my Star Trek bridge crew will probably be PS4. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: Because of that. Um. But I'm going to be honest. Like the PS Neo. Um, like my the main the top thing in my head about buying a PlayStation Neo is I want to see Horizon Zero Dawn run like a beast. Yeah. Like 120 you know? like the, the, frames a second. Yeah. I if it was just like let's see, you know, VR run a little better, the Neo wouldn't interest to me, but the fact that it apparently gives you a boost to everything you play, right. you know, starting in October with the yeah. release in October. That's as, as a PC gamer, that's attractive. Like, you know, oh, for sure. Once you start talking, it's like, oh, just pay this this little extra money and you'll optimize your gaming experience, performance, even more. I'm just like, all right, you got me. Like it's, yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a worthy trade-off for me.
0: So also, a new permutation or combination of the controller with yeah. the PlayStation
1: 4 Slim. Maybe one that doesn't break every, once a year. <laughs> That'd got, be nice.
0: So it's got a light bar, a very almost a light strip yeah. above the touchpad on the center top of the controller. Um, any clue why that would be, Matt? I mean, I'm assuming it's something to do with PlayStation VR, but... No, it's
1: the same as the light strip on the light thing on the controller. Right, the but controller. it still has that,
0: though. Yeah, so it it's did so, eliminate it, that for the well, other Well, so,
1: It's so the camera can track it. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, it's VR or the camera.
0: So I'm wondering if PlayStation VR... It's the same VR... tech as
1: on the top of a Move controller. It's no, I exact... get
0: that. But I'm saying, why did they add the extra strip now when before they just had the light in the front?
1: Oh, is the light gone?
0: No, it's still there. It's so still it still there. has so... the one in on the front, the big one. Okay. And now it also has that little strip, the little strip across the top the touch of screen. the touch screen.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, why they would do that's that. why do am Well, like, especially because like when I heard, I hadn't seen the the controller, so I guess I when you said strip, I thought like, oh, they got rid of the light everybody no, hates uh-uh, no. and just change it to a tiny little strip to make it like no, no they've added has, more of it. Okay, yeah. so now the thing's gonna be in my eye. Right, what you're saying.
0: Yeah, it will be. You'll be able to see it on the face of the controller.
1: That's annoying.
0: I'm wondering if, like, the base PlayStation 4 controller, they're having problems tracking it with PlayStation VR, and they needed to add...
1: That could be, because I or know... Or
0: could it be because maybe some people play, and they have the controller they hold kind it facing like that. down? Yeah,
1: I think and that might be it. And if you think about it, I
0: don't know if you ever noticed when you've tried PlayStation VR, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, I'm kind of slack-jawed when I play it. Because mm-hmm. you're kind of this, like, especially at first, you have this kind of feeling of awe... So you kind of do relax and yeah. kind of just have the controller.
1: That is a good point. I I hold it probably down enough that like yeah. the, your camera would probably have a hard time. That's the only
0: thing I can figure.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Any ideas? Hopefully, hopefully they make this clear. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> I hope. I hope you know, explain your changes at your event. So well, at you,
0: least there are still some mysteries left. Yeah. For the slim, at least with the controller, anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, the next item I think surprised me more. Oh
0: yeah. So. PlayStation Now coming to the PC. Yeah. So you will be able to play PlayStation games on your PC. They also announced a dongle that will let your DualShock 4 work mm. wirelessly with your PC.
1: What do you think about this, Matt? Um, I think uh, more and more it's looking like the Pactor future is coming to it pass. It is
0: totally, man. It really is.
1: It uh, Like, this, this is... This is like this is basically a beach landing. Yeah, essentially like this is a beachhead. Uh-huh. A future-proofing beachhead. Yeah, it is cuz we've been talking on the show before about how Sony's
0: kind of watching Microsoft able to expand its software offerings to new audiences mm-hmm. and how we thought Sony was kind of stuck in this hole where it was unable to do this and we had mentioned Guy Kai, Kai and PlayStation Now is mm. a possibility. Well, looks like Sony was way yeah. ahead of us on that one.
1: And uh, it's gonna be you know here here if you're a PlayStation if you're a, a PC only person, here's how you're gonna play Bloodborne. Yeah, or that's, so that's good news.
0: Eventually, because one thing yeah. I would say is if you look at like a couple sites did lists of like the ten best PlayStation Now games to right. play on your PC when it launches or whatever, and you look at the, like the ten best games on PlayStation Now, and they're not yeah. Well, there's like six or seven like the really Uncharted's good games. Yeah, Uncharted two. It's like the newest Uncharted on there. And then, like, the last three were kind of like indie games. Right. So the selection on PlayStation now, right now, redundant, is uh, a little anemic. Mm. Putting it lightly, I think. So it's a little
1: bit of PlayStation later. but like,
0: (laughs) There you go. I think if they can expand the
1: business on, you know, because there's a lot of PC gamers that I'm sure, you know, well, they'd like to play some of these Sony exclusives, but they don't want to own a console right and I think you know playstation now can expand its business on PC uh, to that degree I think that gives them more incentive to put more stuff on playstation now than just the playstation users give them because playstation users are already giving them money uh, in various forms for other stuff on those platforms whereas this is their sole revenue source for PC gamers yeah so if you can entice the PC gamers to give you more and more money through what you're giving them on playstation now that's really good for all playstation now users
0: it's a slippery slope for Sony, though. Yeah. Because you don't want to offer like the PlayStation Four launch games. Oh yeah, you're not gonna though. you're not gonna
1: get day and date by any. You know, this is two years probably. I mean, after right
0: now we're looking at the Last of Us is on there. That is probably the most recent mm-hmm. AAA game from right. the PlayStation that's what, published. three years old? Uh, I think it's a little older than that. In 2013. The Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're coming up on three years of the PlayStation Four at this point. Last yeah. of Us came out the last year of PlayStation 3. Wasn't that
1: twenty thirteen?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. And then the PlayStation Four
1: remake was a year after that. Right,
0: right. Or wait. No, the PlayStation Four remake came out the first year of I think it's twenty twelve for The Last of Us. Mm, was it? Either way, we're looking at the three, four year window there. Which makes sense. Yeah. But I wonder if this is a sliding scale where Sony's going to draw the line and say, no PlayStation 4. I can't games.
1: remember if we reviewed that game or not.
0: But with, here's the thing though, with the way hardware is going now, with no generations, so it's not like they can say, well, we're not going to put PlayStation 4 games on PlayStation now, because I don't see the PlayStation 4 ever really ending. Because mm-hmm. we're going to go into Neo, and is that still the PlayStation 4? And then they'll probably no. do another hardware upgrade after that. Is that the PlayStation 4? So I'm guessing they're probably going to go just more chronologically with, like, whatever year it was. Because you don't want to cannibalize sales of the software or cannibalize sales of your hardware by putting that stuff on PC right.
1: too early. But eventually you'll get to play it. Which is I mean... Because yeah. Sony, Sony published stuff does not come to PC.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, the way you can look at it is, three or four years from now, you'll play The Last Guardian yeah. on how, Well, how
1: about this? When it launches, you'll be able to play Demon Souls. Yeah, and a lot of PC players have not That's gotten to point. play Demon Souls because they never had a PlayStation. Is Demon Souls on PlayStation now? I believe it is. Is it? I be honest, I have never even touched PlayStation now outside of like some press demos.
0: I got like a Cuz free... I don't need it.
1: I still have a PlayStation
0: 3. Me too. I got I checked it out just to check it out yeah. because I just felt like I needed to. I got like a free 1-month trial or something like that and it works pretty well. Which like I okay. wouldn't play I think any Twitch space much... games on no. it.
1: It's too much too much lag to play. You know, like, Uncharted works pretty well, yeah, because yeah. like Uncharted kind of has that... It's a slower game in terms of reaction time, but like you can't play like MLB The Show on it. No, oh my
0: gosh, no. Or any fighting game on I it. Know. Like, you could.
1: You could, but, but you But if lose. you want to be competitive <laughs> like, at it...
0: Yeah. I mean, do they even have online play on PlayStation now?
1: I don't know. Uh, we, I, mean, I probably should
0: have done more research. My apologies, before we came and talked about it. Yeah,
1: I don't... I don't know. I feel like probably they do.
0: I feel like probably they don't.
1: Like that would be a weird thing not to have.
0: It would be, but it also seems pretty difficult to. Pull I mean, off. I don't know
1: how you would play Uncharted Two multiplayer on PlayStation now. That feels like it would be like playing underwater twice.
0: Because that felt a little sluggish to me
1: playing it on the console. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's. Uh, I think it's a positive move.
0: Oh, I think it's beyond positive. In fact, if I were if I were Sony, I would probably jack that up to like a two year window before I put the stuff out. Oh on. yeah. Because the other thing that it does too is that it. It could also act as a Trojan horse to incentivize people to buy your console. Mm. So they're like, oh wow, like I haven't, you know." there's a lot of PC players who don't buy consoles. So they start getting a taste of some of the stuff that, that PlayStation is putting out on its platforms. Suddenly they're like, I don't want to wait two years to play the sequel mm. to this game that I just played the first version of. Like, It could actually increase sales of PlayStation yep. hardware if they do it correctly and, and they're smart about it. So. I think no matter what, this is a great idea. Probably should have done it a long time ago. I'm sure there were technical hurdles Mm. they needed to overcome to make it happen or whatever. And
1: I'm sure this was part of the plan when they bought Gaikai originally. Yeah. You would
0: think. Because just the way things are going now, it's like, really, consoles are going away. Mm. I hate to say it, man. It makes me sad to think about it. It's been part of my life since I was, like, five years old. But it's the march of technology. It stops for nobody. It definitely doesn't stop for console gamers. So... We'll see uh, the, another Sony store again. I, this week, Sony just, and they didn't announce hardly any of this on their own. No, like, it was, yeah. the PlayStation Now on PC was actually broken by a leak. And then PlayStation, I think like five or six hours later, was just like, screw it and like, put yeah. it up there. And put it up on PlayStation. Or no, I think PlayStation Blog accidentally leaked it earlier. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Their own service, like, Leaps. leaked their
1: information. That's usually Capcom. Somebody's fired, I'm guessing. It's usually it's something that Capcom does. Cap, yeah. Capcom Unity used to leak, uh, uh, accidentally put up blog posts too early a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, somebody over there had a lot of trouble with the whole AM, PM thing. <laughs> or time
0: zone differences. <laughs> that can do it sometimes. Like, It all depends on what your admin runs on, whatever, the like internal. We had problems with that when we first launched yeah. Sifted, like figuring out what the internal clock on the website was. Or just
1: like, story, remember... Um, all the entire roster of uh, uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 leaked because someone had just someone just put all the f- the, the character pictures on the blog. It wasn't posted, right. but it was it was in the you know it was in the the, the image file library that anyone could just go look at yeah. if you if you knew the URL and like of course you know it, it, I, I guess. Someone is always trolling Every company's blog to find Anything oh, yeah. they put on there And instantly they, had a, they were all up I remember, I remember uh, uh, Texting Seth and being like That's a pretty cool roster you got there He's like shut up like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I, He's like I have so many things to
0: say Even I'm our traffic on Sith is at a point now where If you put something up Someone sees it yep. Like No matter what time of day or night If you make a mistake and something goes up before it's supposed to There's already a, a one up like, yep. it, like instantly, somebody sees it and likes it. So, And the other part, too, is that, like, you know, if your website goes through, like, daylight savings or whatever, sometimes your servers aren't set up to mm. account for that. So you think you're publishing something at, like, midnight, you're really publishing it at, like, 11 p.m. or whatever. So a bunch of ho- hoops you got to jump through. So anyway, what leaked, another, another topic of Sony this week, PlayStation Plus going up in price. And the first thing I want to say about this is If they're going to increase the price of PlayStation Plus, they need to fix the servers. I mean, I downloaded Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and it probably took like six hours to download the game. Wow. I mean, it was creeping. And even Madden. Madden's only... I think it's like ten gigs mm-hmm. or something like that, and it took like two or three hours yeah. to download. I guess maybe. And I have a great a connection. Like my
1: speed See, so that's are. surprising because like uh, I downloaded like um, I had to re-download a couple things recently. One with The Witcher Three, and that's like thirteen gigs. Yeah, yeah. It took like forty minutes. I mean, is really? Just, yeah. Usually, wow. I have really good connection speeds on on PlayStation Four, but I haven't downloaded anything other than No Man's Sky on PlayStation Four recently, which wasn't very big at all, so I didn't even notice. And, like, I've had a bunch of people say to me, it's like, what did Sony do to the download servers? Because it takes forever now. Yeah, I've, so I've had
0: problems the last month. You are not the only one who
1: has said something like that. Because especially because Deus Ex is what, like, it's like 17 gigs, and then there's like another, like, like 17 gigs, like, that you download as a data download yep. after that. I exactly, mean, it's, it's a gigantic yeah. It's download. a big
0: one. Yeah, I had to delete, like, five games off of my system to download it. But it's so weird, too, how that works. It's like, I had... Deleted way more space than I needed for Mm -hmm. Deus Ex, and it wouldn't let me download it. But so then I cleared like another game off of it, downloaded Mankind Divided, and then I was able to download Madden, no problem. Hmm. I don't know if it accounts for like it knows there's already a patch sitting behind it that needs
1: to be downloaded too. I have no idea. I don't know. Usually you need about double the space of what you're downloading so it can install and not delete itself while it's doing that. Um, and something as large as Deus Ex might be reserving a lot more space than it needs for that. I don't know. PlayStation Plus, new price. The internet freaked out. Another 10 bucks a year. Woo! It's $10. Did
0: you see the Mega64 thing that we curated yesterday about it? I saw the link, but I didn't watch it. You should
1: watch it. It's yeah. really good. Uh- it's probably I, one of their best ones they've done. I mean, in it started another time. round of like uh, rah rah pain for multiplayer. Rah rah, multiplayer is not free on consoles anymore, folks. Yeah, get over it. Like, well, wait, that's
0: how on it the is. Wii U, it is. Yeah,
1: well, if there were multiplayer, if there's anything to play. you want to play on, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Splatoon and Smash Brothers are free. And Mario bottom. Kart, yeah. Um,
0: well, at launch, they had some stuff like Black Ops was there at launch and whatever.
1: I'd love to see the server load on that one now. Odd. Um, <laughs> I bet you
0: there's. Who wants like, to play
1: a private game? I bet you there's like 115 yeah. people playing that game right now. But look, to me, I mean, I sometimes I forget that the multiplayer is part of PlayStation Plus. Like right. to me, it's worth it as just a service. Like well, the free games you get, plus like some of the discounts are ridiculous. Like you, you easily save sixty bucks worth of of money. Over the course of a year with that s- service,
0: one of the big criticisms that people have brought up over the last couple of days is that the free games on PlayStation Plus have really fallen off a cliff. That is and true. I would one thousand percent agree with that. That is
1: true. You used to get big, big. St- I mean, it was later. It was like eight, nine months later. Yeah. But, like when they first started this, I was, I was getting stuff like Okami. Yeah. And like Remember Me. Yeah. And uh, binary, binary domain. I mean, even if they're not like you know. The greatest games ever. It was like a lot of them were like major release games that I'm, I didn't, didn't play. Didn't do great. Didn't yeah. do great, but it was <laughs> kind of like one of those like, oh yeah, I did kind of want to play that. And I played a, I played several of those because I got them free right. and would never have paid for them other. You know, maybe right. I would have bought them for like four bucks in a Steam sale, you know? Right. But it was like, yeah, you got real. You know, it was usually like one major release from about nine months ago and one indie game. And now it's just indie game extravaganza all year. Yeah.
0: And they load up on Vita stuff, and a lot of people don't even have Vitas. Yeah. And, I, uh, I have
1: a Vita, but I don't know where it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you look at Microsoft. Microsoft's still knocking it out of the park with the Xbox Live Games yeah. Gold. I mean, this coming month is another amazing month. Mm-hmm. Like they're giving you like still like triple A games. Like, they did for free. have a good
1: um, uh, Sony's one this month was good. Rebel Galaxy for free yeah. is a good is a good deal. But again, it's still like a lot an indie of people ga- don't
0: care about indie games. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who just do not play side-scrolling, whatever.
1: Well, also, it's like you know, you're, if you want to calculate it that way, like remember me? Y- yeah, it wasn't, it didn't cost sixty bucks by the time it hit free on PlayStation Plus, but it was, you know, it's still a full price retail game yeah. at one point. Right. Whereas your full price for you know, you're getting about thirty bucks worth of games for free each month as opposed to like a hundred now. Yeah. And uh, that's a big value difference, I would say.
0: And there might be, even be a little bit of a hangover from the whole PSN hack. Finally got two step off. Yeah.
1: The Ooh. <laughs> it took Welcome a... to the 2010, Sony. how you doing?
0: <laughs> and so I mean also
1: uh, uh, speaking of that kind of thing, uh, Funcom, their hacked. forums got hacked. yeah. I saw uh, so that. if you have a forum account on Funcom, uh, change all your passwords.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they hacked these things. It's like, what information could they get from my Funcom account?
1: They could get your a pa- password. Uh, in ha- you know, they, if they can dehash it, it would be a, a, you know it's which is possible. They get a lot of your information. They can use to kind of social engineer uh, other accounts. I mean, you, a lot of times, what you're doing is you're you're digging through. You're finding emails, names, birth dates, look you know addresses, whatever, and then you're cross referencing other things that have been hacked to try to get into their bank account. Right. And you know, if you can get their password, it's like a lot of people use the same password for a lot of different things. Yeah, here's pro I mean,
0: tip, people: use a different, different password, password for your everything. Bank. Well, especially for your bank account. Well, yeah. Your, your bank account, you should have a password that you only
1: use for your bank account. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And That'll save your butt. After yeah. that, you don't
0: have to worry about anything else.
1: And uh, but this one, and and it's this one. I think that one only happened because they use VBulletin, and, and VBulletin right. is super vulnerable anyway. Is it that
0: what NeoGAF's on?
1: Yeah. No one's ever hit Neogath. <laughs> That's a surprise. Like the um, And then, of course, but the other thing is, like, uh, the game accounts are separate from the forum accounts. Oh, right. So, right. like, you know, like, I like, like I think a lot of people have game accounts, but they don't have a forum account there. So, like, a lot of people are confused. Right. They're like, wait, so did I've never gone to the forum. And then, of course, the forums got taken down so you couldn't check Go and, if like... you had a form <laughs> account. So there was a lot of confusion over that, but uh that's just if you've done Funcom stuff, you should probably change your passwords.
0: Yeah, but I think just, you know, it all kind of started with that with everyone getting all their information hacked on PSN. There's mm-hmm. just been kind of this negative connotation towards it. And then like you said, you know, at first you could play multiplayer for free on PlayStation, and that's always a problem. Anytime you give somebody something for free and you try to then you try to charge them for it, it's tough. Yep. And so people are already, you know, there's a little animosity built up over that. I used to play multiplayer for free on my PlayStation Three. Now I have to pay for it. But to be, to
1: be fair, but there the, was a
0: caveat that, but is cheaper than Xbox.
1: Right. Well, to be fair, the um, uh, when multiplayer when all that was free on PlayStation Network, uh, PlayStation Network needed to be free because oh, it was, because a piece it was of garbage, awful. And like,
0: I could argue the same thing with Nintendo
1: Online. Is yeah. Kind of,
0: I mean, it's it's pretty good now. Look, Nintendo. But,
1: until you let me like download. My purchases without calling you, yeah, like yeah. on a new system, <laughs> like yeah, I'm not gonna pay for that. Well,
0: like the Wii, its online wasn't great, and no. it was
1: free, and it's probably it's
0: maybe now to a place where they can charge without people freaking out too much. Yeah, but,
1: but like I mean, Xbox Live kind of turned console online into a service, right, more than a function.
0: So much so that Microsoft quotes those numbers for it for its like monthly like yeah. sales reports. It doesn't say like how many consoles it sold. It's like this is how many subscribers we have mm-hmm. to Xbox Live this month.
1: And, you know, frankly, if you're Sony, you're like, why not? Yeah. Dude, th- I mean, clearly people will do it, so why not do it?
0: And I saw a lot of people say, oh, that's it, I'm canceling right away, and do you believe I, they're going to do that?
1: I, I mean, I, maybe, I don't know, I don't, ten bucks a year is like, what? It's nothing. Like, that's, well,
0: that was kind of the whole point of the Mega 64 thing. Everybody watch that, by the way, if you haven't watched it, you can I mean, search I, for it. I mean, I
1: pay almost that much for a milkshake in this city. I, I do
0: It's like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, we live in L.A. It's
1: expensive here. It's expensive but it's like...
0: here. In some places, $10 is a lot of money to some people. But still, at the end of the day, $10 is working one hour at a minimum wage job in most places in the United States at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, to me, it's a lot to do about nothing.
1: Yeah, it spread out over a year. I think go for... figure the Internet freaked right. out over something. It's <laughs> it not really anything I'm not going to notice yeah. you know, over the, spread over the course of a year. Well, The other thing, too, um... is you can
0: just go buy your subscription now.
1: Yeah, and too. it'll stack. And also you can and always I mean there's there are deals on that kind of thing intermittently. Yeah. I don't think I've ever paid full price for PlayStation Plus. It's always some weird sale for like I oh, think 30 I did for initially. A, maybe, but like since then I think I've always found at some point during the year some like Amazon or somebody does a sale for like 30 35 bucks and I just buy that and put so the usually code in eBay and eBay
0: for some reason. Yeah. I think people get like stolen lots of those cards.
1: Cuz the last could be, time yeah. I got
0: one, I got it for 30 bucks and They didn't send me the card. They literally, in an email, the guy sent me a photo of the card with the thing scratched off with the code. And then I looked at the photo
1: and put the code in, and it worked. It was fine. That happened with, um, I bought uh, 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 codes for uh, Darkrai, one of the mythical Pokemon that I missed Uh on uh, Pokemon X and Y. And uh, the guy just sent me an email with two codes in it. And, uh, and they worked. I mean, he, yeah. he's like, I'll send you the cards we you want, but I know that's not what we're here for. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's true. You, you got it. Cool. I want the
0: Pokemon. I don't, want yeah, that. I'm I don't care about the somebody. card. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, it seems pretty common. For, I've done that a few times, and I've never gotten ripped off by them. So yeah. I don't know where these guys get these cards, but they seem to be legit.
0: But I would say that if Sony is going to jump its price up, it does need to provide competitive free games in comparison yes. to xbox live because it really over the last year plus honestly
1: more yeah more than a year I yeah would say. it's
0: games have not been comparable they to really like, uh, xbox
1: live. i th- i would say almost since the launch of the playstation 4 yeah they, they really transitioned the to a whole like four or five months were pretty good yeah but they've really transitioned to kind of using the free games as like a showcase for their indie stuff yeah. and uh, that's cool but every once in a while, you got to throw me a triple-A bone. Definitely. You know?
0: Yeah, we haven't really been getting that on PlayStation,
1: so... So, like, I, like really, like, The Last of Us Remastered should have been one of those by now, I yeah, think. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, everyone I who's has I mean, gonna they're giving it, it away for free that. already. It's already the in console the console, yeah. Packed
0: in, I mean... And that, by the way, was just a code. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a hard copy of the game. It no, was a little just card, a card with a card. The code on it. Like, yeah. That would be... That would uh, honestly be a good way to kick off the yeah. month with the new price. Yeah. Yes, that would, would. That would definitely keep people, that at would least send some a people,
1: from complaining. We'll send a message.
0: But then I wouldn't be surprised if the next month it went right back to the way. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> right after, if you like pixel art, boys. Because... Sony
0: just needs to remember that when you increase the price, the expectations change. Yeah. It's no different and with any And since that product. is the
1: most visible service, like... Like you're not gonna be able to get away. I was like, oh, but now you have two-step verification. It's like, gee, thanks. Like, yeah, yeah. It, now you're almost competent. Well done. Yeah. Um, or like, oh, you'll get there'll be more discounts on for plus subscribers on the sales we do. It's like now, like the most tangible rubber meets the road element of that service is the free games you get every month, and that's where you need that's where you need to prove yourself to me for that extra ten bucks a year. And
0: that's what people brought up the most on that story on Sifted was like the free games like some people are saying I don't play multiplayer I only had it because of the free games and the games aren't to scratch so I'm out and in that case I don't blame you at all Mm -hmm. I would do the same exact thing if I didn't play multiplayer but I do and for me just playing multiplayer the even with the extra ten dollars it's worth it for your service Mm. because Let's be honest, PSN is pretty much as good as Xbox Live at this point, as far as all the other services are concerned.
1: For the most part, given another, another, uh, you know, another OS upgrade, maybe. Yeah. Although, actually, no, I'd say PlayStation 4 is ahead of Xbox One in that regard. Oh, yeah, I
0: mean, Xbox One is, like, slow. Neither
1: of them are up to par with the 360. No,
0: it's true. (laughs) It's totally true, which makes no sense (laughs) whatsoever. All right, let's move on. Whole lot of Sony right there. But, man, for a company not having an event in a week... Yeah. And having this many big stories, of which, really, only one of them they announced first. That's pretty crazy.
1: I hope they got some uh, real info up their sleeve for next week.
0: Yeah, I mean, otherwise it could be a total buzzkill. They're talking, there's a... They're Not a, next
1: week, two weeks. Yeah,
0: they're pre-TGS presser, they announced that. I'm assuming that's just going to be a rerun of whatever mm. happens in New York. But regardless of all this stuff being leaked, I'm still really excited for the event in New York. I'm holding that hope that the Neo is going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't know. Ex- expectations in check. I'm I'm ready. I think ready. GameStop
0: did say on its uh, financial call today that they are expecting a new console from Sony to launch in September, which at this point is probably the Could Slim. Could mean the Slim. The yeah. Slim. Yeah. Um, I highly doubt Neo's coming in September. Although mm-hmm. that would be a nice double whammy, wouldn't it? That'd be a surprise. If Neo, and it, but I would guess though, if Neo were following the same schedule as the Slim. That wherever October they got that wouldn't
1: be against
0: it wouldn't, total believability. But I also think that we would have also seen the neo already right. too, because wherever they got the, that slim from, they probably would have also been able to get a neo mm-hmm. from, and so chances are it's coming at least a little bit later. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Madden NFL Seventeen. Don't freak out. I'm not going to talk about it for twenty minutes. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. A lot of you don't care about sports games, but uh, there are
1: some people that do. We got way too many Europeans watching this to talk yeah, yeah. about the NFL <laughs> that long. Come well, on. the
0: truth of the matter is, is that there are a couple of requests to talk about Madden in uh, the thread asking for questions for the show. So I'm going to talk about it briefly. Uh, I will be doing a game of for it. May probably do a, li- a little more in depth of a thing on Geif maybe for it. But uh, I've been playing it a good bit, and so I do want to share my my opinion because some people only watch Game Face and don't watch all the other stuff. So. First of all, I don't know where all the people that are reviewing this game are getting off saying that this game is a clear step forward from last year's game. Like, I just don't see it. Um, as far as, like, what EA is marketing as the big improvements, they're saying the running game has been drastically improved. Um, they're saying there are big changes to franchise mode. You know, big, I guess, is a subjective term. Hmm. Like, because to me, they're not that big. They're things... One of them is kind of big and that you can play a, a game and only play the big moments from that game in franchise, whereas before you'd have to play the whole game, and you can set the clock to be short or whatever, but you still have to play every play. Now it just kind of zaps you in and says, hey, here is a goal line stand. Uh, here you are at the end of the first half, 20 yards out trying to score with a minute left. And that's kind of cool, it just kind of just thrusts you into those big moments and you can get through a franchise like season a lot quicker. The problem is the franchise just still doesn't have anything in it compelling enough to make you want to keep playing it. It's like once you win the Super Bowl the first time and you see the cinema of you with the Lombardi trophy, like there's just no point in playing it again. And this is, this is the problem with Madden. And in all honesty, a lot of sports games is that they're going in the completely wrong direction. So NBA 2K has done a great job with this franchise move because it's integrated like this narrative, this story. And it's mm. a little hokey, and it's a little busted, and it's it's not up to the quality of the rest of the game. I guess is what I'm trying to where I'm trying to put it. But they're taking steps so that eventually they do get to a place where you are playing kind of a sports RPG, and you know your on-field performance, and you do get this in Madden. Like as you play your franchise, like after a play happens, you'll see a little like plus one above a player's mm. head. But like your show o-
1: is good about that too. It
0: is good about that. But with Madden, it's like grinding up your players is so slow because you're like grinding like one ability at a time. Hmm. So it just like takes forever. And so the incentive to like keep playing franchise mode, that's it. It's to like get your players like it just, there's no payoff for all of it. Online, I played, I've played eight online games. I've actually finished three of them. Because it's just this, the, the age old Problem with Madden where you start beating somebody They just quit or They start griefing and they'll just start Pause Unpause pause, Like trying to annoy you to the point Where you quit Because you're like how long is this guy going to do Matt this That doesn't
1: work on you I assume. It does not, <laughs> no
0: Because I, I'm playing it sitting next to my computer So when they start pulling this crap I just go back to working and doing something else And then I'll wait until they finally give up and I will say that there are some fail-safes in Madden. Like, you're only allowed to pause the game five times before you get booted. Hmm. But five times... So I love that
1: that is such a common thing, that that fail-safe is in there. Yeah. That, is, that must have been a long-running problem.
0: Yeah, oh, it is a long-running problem. I mean, it's been happening for forever. That's still five times. And they can leave it pause for, like, a minute or two. Mm. So you start adding that up. Like, it's still very easy for somebody to grief you to a point where you just give up. And you're like, I don't care, I'll lose the game. Um, but otherwise, like, the net code's good I didn't really have any lag or anything like that It's just the people that you play against is the problem um, On the field, last year Their big emphasis was the passing game And they created this thing called an aggressive catch That was like completely overpowered Basically you just hit a button and like, your receiver Would just go up and muscle the ball away hmm. They've toned that down a little bit but, And they've adjusted the zone defenses A little bit, but every year they say this stuff And after I play like three or four games I can't tell any difference in the stuff So their big emphasis here this year was the running game, and I see absolutely no difference in it at all. Like, blockers still will just completely miss guys. Like they'll choose the wrong guy to block. Um, You'll have like a wide open rushing lane, and some dude will just come running in and just completely shrug off a block and just lay you out. It just feels like completely random. And also the way Hmm. the game is set up, if you play as a team that's not good, you really have no chance because. It's really not, it's not like your play can elevate that team to make that team better. Like the Cleveland Browns, like, it's just all in the numbers, and the algorithms. So, basically, they're like, he's not supposed to complete this pass by the numbers. Hmm. So, you have a guy three feet away, you throw him the ball, and it just bounces off his face. Like, they need to figure out some way to fix that. I don't know what that fix is, but it's not my job to figure out how to fix it. I'm not the person making the game, I'm just the person criticizing the game. So, on the field I really don't see many changes at all. Graphically, I really see no changes. One thing I would say that's much better is the commentary. Um, here's something really, really cool that happened to me. I was playing somebody online, they were playing as the Tennessee Titans, and the first two games of the preseason this year Both of their running backs went off. There's this guy named Wes, who's like a rookie, and DeMarco Murray, who's been in the league for forever. Both those guys went off in their first two preseason games. So this game starts, I'm playing the Steelers, of course. They're playing the Titans. The Titans come out, and they start talking about those two preseason games that just happened, like, last week. Hmm. They're like, well, these guys, the first two preseason games of the year, these guys came out and ran roughshod. And I was like, oh, my God, like, They are seeding the game with, like, recent commentary of stuff that just happened, like, last week. Commentary in this game is great. I saw some review that laid into it. I I don't know what they were smoking, man. Like, the commentary in this game is the best Madden commentary I've ever seen. Hmm. But the thing is, like, after a while, I just turn it off anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's really not that big a deal. Um... Otherwise, it's just another year of Madden. And I feel like sports games, and Madden in particular, has just become so complicated. It's insane how complicated this game is. Like, the new stuff, like, there's, like, um, so instead of just doing a spin move or a juke or a hurdle, now there's, like, powered-up versions of those moves where you can hold the left trigger and then they do super hurdles or super spins or... It's just, and then the chances of you fumbling are higher, but your chances of breaking the tackle are higher. It's like the risk-reward thing, but the problem is that this game increasingly is being made for pros who play the game. They're not making it for most sports fans. If you look at the sales of Madden, and I'm, this is the last point I'm going to make. I'm not going to beleaguer Madden because I know you guys are already tapping your fingers on your, on your desk or whatever. But if you look at the sales of madden they're around three to four million every year do you know how many nfl fans there are in, in the united states or worldwide even there's like a hundred million hundred or... plus million yeah. so you cross-reference that with okay there's a hundred million consoles out there right now roughly between the playstation 4 xbox one and wii u around 100 million so probably half of those are probably nfl fans So let's just conservatively say 40 million NFL fans own consoles right now, and you're selling three or four million copies of Madden. That is insane. That is something that EA, it's a smart company. I'm sure it's run the numbers a billion times. It needs to change it. It needs to make a football game that football fans want to play, not just like hardcore gamers who are going to play Madden all day, every day. I feel like the franchise has lost sight of... Making money in all honesty like It should be selling way more than 3 or 4 million copies a year Way more, at least double that And there was a time where it was Um, They need to find a way to
1: make a Tecmo Bowl version of madden i can remember back when in 1999 when the dreamcast came out and nfl 2k was one of the like star launch titles yeah, one yeah. of the reasons people was, were buying yeah, the yeah. system it is because its become it has gone so far it's away not from that there anymore. it's
0: not there anymore and is, i even
1: as someone who didn't really care about football i had fun playing that game yeah
0: and it's like you can still have all the realism you just don't have to make the player control it all mm-hmm. it's like you know you have a good running back Le'Veon bell using a Steeler. you know how what he can do you know that he can run over a lot of players you know he has a great cut you know mm. he has a great spin move so just make it happen automatically depending on the angle he's running the speed he's running at and the stats of the guy that's coming mm. after him like i shouldn't have to like hold two modifier buttons
1: and hit the circle and a triangle to make him hurdle over somebody. Like, well, it's also notable that, like, you know, if you're if you're sitting around with a bunch of you know our friends or gamers or you know press even press people or whatever, and be like, and you like start naming, it's like uh, Madden 08 Madden eleven, Madden ninety nine, like, and people are like, yeah, then you say Tecmo Ball. Everybody's oh, got a story. Oh yeah. Like, make it fun. Make it fun. Make to play. it
0: fun. And like it. Look, they can keep this if they are serious about going into esports with Madden or whatever. They can keep. That part of the game, if they want to keep making it I think it's a losing proposition They can do it if they want But honestly, I think the default mode for this game Needs to be something far more user-friendly and fun It's just, it's not fun Like, it's so complicated Just like calling a timeout and managing the clock Like most people who pick this game up won't know how to call a timeout Like without going into the menu and hitting timeout. They won't know what the hot button is to call a timeout. And you can lose a game because of that. Like, It's just become too much. And the problem is you have these Knights or whatever the hell you want to call them, that are constantly, you know, these are their consultants that they're talking to. They need to stop talking to the people who are professional Madden players and start talking to football fans about what they want in an NFL
1: game. It's too bad this is not like a standard Big Six, because it would have been nice to have it say Maddening. Right. (laughs) That definitely would (laughs) have been the graphic.
0: (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's a good-playing football game. But in all honesty, you can get Madden NFL 16 now. You can actually get it for free if you have EA service. You can play it for free right now. You can probably find it in a store, because sports games, that's the one thing that Mm -hmm. when the new one comes out... The old one is like ten dollars.
1: I love the. Uh, I went to a couple of like vintage game stores uh, recently, and one of the ones I went to in San Jose had this like the bottom of one of the shelves back in the way in the back. Mm-hmm. It was just that's where they put the sports games that are never going to sell. Yep, and it was so it's just stacks and stacks of PlayStation One Madden games and yeah and uh just, like just a, one one that was just a stack of Madden ninety six for the N sixty four. Yeah, it was, it was. That was not good. I don't even know what it was called. It might have just been called Madden 64. It was, yeah. Know. It was It was just like, no one, ever. Like, why would anyone... It was terrible. Yeah,
0: Yeah. That, that's why. It was like a really bad version of the game. So, you know, I know everyone's hype. NFL season is... early, some of you are hype. NFL season coming. Everyone's doing their fantasy drafts right now. It's very easy to kind of fall into that trap and be like, man, I want the new Madden. But I highly recommend against buying a new game. I... Definitely recommend just picking up the old one for a cheaper price. So,
1: so this is not my uh, my entry point into the, it's not. into the
0: Modern Maddens. It is not. So right. that's my take. Game of will be coming, but I just figured I'd give you guys a quick uh, synopsis of how I'm feeling it's the game so It's not living far. up to the bullet points. It's not. I mean, the bullet points all work. Mm. They just don't change the game very drastically. It's so you,
1: you do not suspect that the new director of EA Tiburon is Sean Murray. No. <laughs>
0: No, he's not. He they haven't lied <laughs> like everyone is. Saying, John Murray did. All
1: right, let's move on. There's uh, no grass on the field. I don't know what the, the hell's going on. <laughs> like. he said there'd be grass on this football actually, field. Actually, if
0: you remember back before the very first PlayStation Three and Xbox 360 versions of Madden launched, mm-hmm. they put out that CG trailer. Yeah, they've still never hit that.
1: The the yeah the 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 trailer that uh, Penny Arcade coined the word bullshot off of.
0: Yeah, they've still they've never, never gotten there. The grass and all that stuff has still never gotten to that level, <laughs> and here we are—I don't know, ten well, years later.
1: How long before um, there will be like real-time grass deformation?
0: I mean, there kind of is. Like, in, in, mm. in, in, for the last several years of Madden, like as you play, the field gets deteriorated. Mm. I don't think it's real time, though. Right. Like, I don't think like when a player's cleat hits the grass mm. and he sprints, like that leaves a divot there. I think just they have, like, different texture maps that, right. depending on the weather, and maybe where the ball was most of the time, it just has this new texture map that shows, like, right. a mud puddle or whatever that goes over That's it. what I'm,
1: I'm just saying. Like, at one point, How long till that happens? When do we hit that? When do we hit a proced- procedural puddle making? Like Neo
0: 6 or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on today. Ubisoft, I believe, in my opinion... Finally admitted defeat with The Division. It finally said, look,
1: There's we name have... I've not heard in a long time. Yeah,
0: we have completely botched the Game Plus content or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, post-game content for this End game. game. stuff, yeah. And they are delaying the next two pieces of DLC to try to get the game to a fundamentally sound place. Matt, why do you think it took them so long to do this? Um...
1: Denial. I don't. It sold so well they didn't care. I don't know. I, I have not heard a single. Person I played say... that game. I played that game for a hundred hours when it came out at least, and that's and I haven't to touched it since. Still, you played a
0: hundred hours. That's crazy.
1: I played a lot in March and early April, and then when they started, like once we'd done everything and we'd kind of like done the end game, you know, grinded the end game stuff and a certain amount. Like, I think we did the that like. I mean, I guess the term for it would be a raid, like whatever. The that, wall that, hack yeah. one where you can hack right. the wall. And um, at a certain point I, it was just like, what are we doing? Like why are we still doing That's this? how I felt after and, I finished the campaign. Yeah. And so that's oh, just
0: like I tried to play the post I played
1: a little bit. Like, it never bit of even it. occurs to me to go back and play that game.
0: Yeah. I mean what kind of changes do you think that they need to make
1: for you to go back? Um I have no idea. Like I don't I, I I don't know what you'd have to do to get me to come. I mean I don't know like have aliens invade. Like I don't like I have no idea what would entice me back. Maybe if I knew that I was going to be able to do something. Like the thing I don't like about the end game they put in that game and in Destiny and in MMOs in general, uh, because they're take obviously take even though they're not MMOs they take a lot of the stupid stuff from MMOs for those games. Right. And it's that whole like oh you just got to grind the same content over and 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 then maybe one day you'll get lucky and get the thing you want. It's like. Just let me get it. Yeah. Just like, 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 we know what the deal is here, guys. Like, I know you want me to keep playing your game, and you know that I want the thing that makes me cool in the game. Yeah. Let me get the thing. Don't make me gather six other players to do it. Don't make me like play it four times to to maybe get like a you know five percent drop. Like, just let me see your content. You know, give me the permutations of it. Give me what I need to get to the next thing because that's the thing is like you know we, we it's like oh we had to play, like the challenge mode of a couple of the other you know campaign levels to get some of our people enough gear right. so that they could hack Survive, it in, in yeah. the raid section and I'm like, we've already played all of these levels like seven eight nine times each or so more. why can't we just go into the new thing we haven't seen again and, and it's like I don't know who you think you're catering it's, I guess you're, it's like catering to the mad Knights. it's like. I understand that there are people who just play this every night over and over and like that's you know they just want to like you know have a reason to keep playing these things over and over uh, and so that's why it takes so long to get this stuff cuz otherwise they feel like they're not doing anything for a reason and I'm like you don't guess even what? get anything you're for not. playing
0: Madden over and over <laughs> <laughs> it's like guess
1: what you're not getting anything for playing it over and over you might one day get this thing it's like why don't we just like especially for an action based game like these things like just let me see it. Let me do it. You know, and even World of Warcraft has come around to that, where it's just, like you can play any dungeon in that game yeah. with like a pickup group with no voice communication and burn right through it. Stuff that used to take a forty-man coordinated like you know voice chat with their own uh, you know Ventrilo server, like you can just burn right through it now. And like, I just don't understand who's interested in that at this point. There's too much. there's too much in a, in, a, in coming out in games to keep up with if you're interested in games. And if you only play like, like one thing at a time. Uh, I'm sure you have more of a life to deal with than to you know, just continually play the division over and over again. So what they need to do, what they would need to do, is keep the content coming fast and heavy, and do something more like Destiny did, where it felt like, I, if you know, one one time through your content, I got to a point where I felt like I could play the endgame stuff okay, and then the endgame stuff would parcel stuff out on a reasonable, you know, schedule that I could keep moving forward so that when the next thing came out in terms of the new DLC content or whatever I was ready for it and like as opposed to like you know something like uh, you know early Destiny where it was like well you haven't grinded your light stat long enough so you can't play this new thing and like you know I I was just sort of figuring that the Division was going to do that because they spent so long like actively trying to stop players from having a good time like you know, even I know the glitches are something you want to like. Show, but the reason players were using those glitches so much, even people it that it wasn't fun to play. It wasn't fun to get the stuff yeah. that they were getting by doing that. Yeah. So it's like, well, if I can cut out thirty minutes of playing the same level for the 15th time, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, of course, I'm going to do that. So and then they were threatening to ban people who did that. And it's like, yeah, I know. You're like they're they're getting they got really weird and huffy about their own bad design they choices. Did, yeah.
0: So every week Ubisoft puts out a. Corny live action trailer because you know, every week that division puts out new missions. Yeah, that, that, to play. that challenge thing they yeah. do. Yeah, and uh, which is a cool idea, yeah, you know, to keep people keep coming back. Keep you engaged
1: and keep in interacting with the community. It's a good idea. The
0: one this week, the mission was kill 200 Rikers. Bite me. It's like, it's, are you I've, freaking kidding me? I've already killed 2,000 Rikers. I don't want to Who kill cares? 200 more. It's insane, dude. To me, it's so simple. So simple what they should do. Just create bosses. Just every week, create a new boss to fight. And don't make it so you have to be level whatever to fight this boss. Look at the group of people who are fighting it. Scale the boss Mm -hmm. to fit that group of people. Sure, some people are going to die more than others. That's fine. Go and rescue them. Heal them. It doesn't matter. But at least it's exciting. It's something to go back to. And then if you defeat that boss, everybody gets an awesome weapon or a skin or whatever. It's so simple. It would be, I would keep playing in the division if that were the case. If, it, mm-hmm. if there's a memorable boss, you never knew what it was. And like the day before they put out a trailer, here's the new boss. And you just all, you get your crew together, you and I, we get a couple friends. Boom, we go and we fight the boss. We get our weapon, take that weapon in to fight the new boss the next week. It just seems so simple. Mm. Just create a boss rush. I don't want to have to fight the Rikers anymore. I fought them a million times already in the campaign. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all the factions. I'm sick of all of them in the division by the time yeah. I
1: finish that campaign. Well, I knew we were on our way out when we were, we were um, playing, what, I don't remember which level it was, but we were sitting in one of the elevators you have to take down for whatever, and one of the guys in our group just said, Fucking hate this elevator, (laughs) and 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 it was just like one of those things. Really, and you knew like no explanation was needed. It was just like he hates this elevator because we've been in this elevator so many times, yeah. And you're you're sitting here, and it gives you you ran out of fun stuff to do in the elevator. Yeah, it gives you this like (laughs) it gives you this sort of moment, this downtime, this second to think about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. I'm doing it's, this again. It was like the load screens on Destiny, where I'm yeah. like, "Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I still doing this?" And like, yeah. and like, <laughs> you, at that point, you're basically relying on peer pressure to keep people playing because no you're one right. wants to let their friends down. Yep. But yeah, like, I no one really likes you. doing it anymore. Yeah. It, and it's like, at that point, you're literally just addicted, kind of addicted. You're, everyone's sitting in the bar drinking, but no one wants to be drinking in the bar, but that's what you do, so it's what you're doing. I just think that all,
0: and it's not just The Division, it's Destiny, it's all these games, they yeah. just looking at the
1: post-game stuff in the completely wrong way, like... Well, they're making, the post-game stuff in these games, always, for whatever reason, seems to be modeled on, like, MMOs from, like, 2004. It is. It's like, instead like, of, like... And even the MMOs don't, don't do that 50. anymore.
0: And here's this dude that, like, you, it's like a bullet sponge you have to chip down for three hours to kill. It's like I don't want to do that. That's not fun to me. And I don't think it's fun to most people either. Like, and it's especially not fun doing it again. Like, yeah.
2: it's
0: like, okay, here we go again. I'm gonna chip this down for an hour until I finally we finish him off or what like I just I just think they're taking the exact wrong approach with this stuff. And I think the answer to fixing it is simple. I don't think Ubisoft's gonna do that with this game. I think they're looking at all the problems with like glitches and bugs and all this other mm. problems that they're having. I don't think they're actually looking at fundamentally changing. Because if they were going to do that, yeah. they'd have to say, "Look, it's going to be six months." Instead, mm-hmm. they're like slight delays for both. Like, well, also,
1: like I think the like looking at what the DLC is, like their their DLC packs, like you don't get it. Because like They'll one of the, one of those DLC packs is literally sewers. Yeah. I never need to see another sewer in a game ever. Like yeah. Why well, is it not? We used to
0: say that back when we worked on X Play. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it echoes go, back to old man the old man Murray Rune it review, does, which is yeah. wh- which is one of the things that it was one the things that, one I of guarantee things that, most of the
0: people watching this have no idea no. who old man Murray is. Go to, go to
1: oh, look, Google it, old man Murray Rune review and read it. That review is one of the things that created X Play. It is. Uh, it, because like it just goes on about why what is with all the sewers in games. Why is this game about you know Norse mythology? Everything is in a sewer, and I think it was Sessler's favorite quote, where it's just like, are all are all game level designers just a bunch of homesick chuds or what? <laughs> and like, and yeah. it's it's I mean it's hilarious because it just e- even back then this was like 1999 2000. It's only it's just, worse. It's just ripping the thing of but it's like, what in the world makes you think that one of the things I want to do in the division, a game set in Manhattan? which only depicts about a third of manhattan at best right what makes you think the thing i want to do is go in the sewers yeah like you don't even have central park in this game yet like, why am i not going north why is there not shit happening on the upper east side like what why can't why are that we that would ma- take a lot of work why not ha- i don't care like, hey <laughs> i know you're I'm just charging explaining. for this
0: shit yeah i'm just explaining why like
1: wouldn't it be more interesting to have like some kind of dlc where it's like we got to push to harlem yeah. we got to get up there for whatever reason. There's something going on up there, and that's the big thing. we got to get up to Harlem, and you got to push your way through Central Park, which gives you a completely different environment that you have to fight in, because everything else has been urban warfare, and now you're in basically a jungle, right? It makes sense. And, like, it, there would be a lot of fun stuff you could do with that, but instead you're making me go into sewers, and I'm not happy about it. Like, you got to entice me back to this game, and climbing down another fucking ladder is not doing it for me. Yeah. So ubisoft <laughs> get it together bro
0: what like, the, what, what i really don't get it man it's again it's, it's not, a not weird just them. stuff
1: it's like all at the same time I, you know more and more as we close in it's like why are you putting watchdogs 2 out after the three biggest games of the fall like what you're gonna go like, Titanfall this week he's like, yeah he said the same this titanfall 2 battlefield 1 call of duty infinite warfare and then Watch Dogs 2 like yeah Who's waiting for Watch Dogs Two? Off Thing of those, I think it's cruising things. for a bruising. Yeah, that's gonna be. <laughs> and he, you know, he also, he, like he said, I mean, I know it was delayed. That was the reason it ended up in May or whatever. Yeah. It, they intended to release it in the in the holiday season, but it did really well in May. Maybe did, yeah. maybe May is where that game should be. I know you don't have a uh, Assassin's Creed this year,
0: but like that's not happening though. Like it was pretty no. much done at Gamescom already. Like they play people were playing multiplayer and it's ready. I mean, it, it would be smart to hold it, even hold it. I don't know. February is looking just as brutal. Yeah, February is <laughs> not good either. But
1: I would say that game would do better in the spring. Even if, for you, sure. if you even got to get it out for the fiscal year, like mid March. Yeah. You know. I agree. But we're not running Ubisoft. No. Right, let's move on. So
0: we're going to talk about Deus Ex in a bit. Uh, we'll do a big, big section on that. Matt and I have both been playing it, but uh, it came out on the PC as well as mm. consoles and. There's been a bunch of problems with it. PC game, gamers are complaining about it. Seems to be a recurring trend with PC games forever, really. But, you know, as time has gone on and PC gaming is, you know, people are developing basically for the PC first and then they're kind of ported to the consoles. It's all this unified development architecture mm-hmm. that they're making games on. It seems to me it should be getting better. It doesn't seem to be getting better. No Man's Sky, another recent game, tons of problems on PC. They're saying that uh, the new patch is going to fix 90% of the problems or whatever. But Matt, so I watch pretty much every podcast, but I also watch Kind of Funny's podcast. and what is, One of the things that they're notorious for is just outwardly hating PC gaming. Um, they make no bones about it. They say they hate PC gaming. They make fun of people who are PC gamers, which I I completely disagree with that. I completely disagree with completely hating PC gaming. But I'm, I'm starting to kind of understand at least where they're coming from. Because it just seems like every major release when it comes out is broken on the PC. So Matt, is PC gaming really getting better over time? Um, I don't... You think back to the Warner Brothers stuff with Batman mm-hmm. and... Well, it had, well, in the
1: case of that stuff, it could only get better. Yeah, um, and it, I mean, Arkham Knight works now, more or less. I mean, you know, well, it's like a year. They later. had to give everybody all. Their, they had to give everyone their money back and right. pull it off of Steam. And the, but in the you know, if you buy it now for whatever, like fifteen bucks or something, I think it costs now. Like it does work. Yeah, you know, it's still a terrible game, but uh, it's, it does work. You're stuck playing a tank, but like, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple rules in PC gaming. I would say, you know, you know. Uh, you know if, uh, what was what was the the meme going around uh, when Arkham came out was uh, uh, if you see a, uh, what was it if you see a PC port by Warner Brothers Warner bro <laughs>
0: um,
1: and then Ubisoft never buy a Ubisoft yeah. PC port day one I mean um, it's not part, just I mean, those two though it's no like but I everybody mean, well I think I think it's due to two factors and the first factor is that everybody's got a different hardware setup and it's impossible to test for every Possible permutation, you know. Sean Murray did say that the, the the actual serious you know incompatibility complaints for No Man's Sky was coming from about one percent of the user base, which I realize he may not be the most reliable source yeah, yeah. in the game industry. But yeah,
0: trust those numbers for what that's worth. Yeah, yeah. and one.
1: I mean, that's still. A lot. I mean, they sold about seven hundred fifty thousand copies on PC, uh, yeah. or at least on Steam. Probably that's not counting GOG, um, which I don't, was probably much less. I would think, but like. Um, so you know, even that is like you're dealing with about you know probably let's up it a little bit, say ten to twenty thousand people whose game just doesn't work. Like right. that's not even including like yeah, I've I've had like five or six crashes in a hundred hours, which is you know kind of expected in anything. But like there's people that just it wouldn't boot. You know, right. so that's that's a pretty significant chunk of people. Um, so I think you're, you're dealing with you know, no Battle Plan survives contact with the enemy. Uh, PC games are probably more fragile than most in that regard because you never know what... You know, with this video card, with this RAM, with this motherboard causes everything to go kablooey. And you, we didn't know that until it hit, you know, it hit the public because we didn't have that configuration in our QA lab. So that, that, that habit's always been a factor. The other thing that I think is probably more important is that the developers that make the games are often not the ones making the PC versions. Anymore. Yeah, they do a lot of times they, farm out that they port. They farm that port out to people very often now. And sometimes it's you know, like the the Deus Ex, uh, Deus Ex's PC version was a port by a company whose name I can't remember. Uh, but they also did uh, the director's cut of, uh, of uh, Human Revolution and apparently got that up and running to a, a very, you know, it's, it's a solid ver- it PC is, yeah. version now. Um, but the thing is, like, yeah, you often, you know, and that was the problem with uh, the Warner Brothers stuff, often is a different developer, developer yeah. does the port, and sometimes they either aren't very good at what they're doing, or they are not given the proper support and time to make a proper port of, you know, or, or the, the game's being worked on for, for consoles, and they, like, oh, they finally get the, the assets and everything they need to make this port, but they get, you know, sometimes you're like, you hear stories about, like, yeah, that port was terrible, we had two weeks. You it know, should and like, be
0: getting easier, though.
1: You'd think... A lot but easier. But, again, I think that combined with the hardware variability is, is be, makes it a big problem. And, like, to be fair, like, the big problem with Deus Ex was that um, at the... There's this, the Very early on, after the tutorial section, there's a cutscene where there's an explosion in a train station. And immediately after that cutscene, uh, the game would crash. And you yeah. couldn't play the game. And part of the problem with this was... It was some, you know, it was some people had like, oh, if I turn the setting off, it works or whatever. But the problem was like, the cutscene's almost ten minutes long, and the last time you can save is before the big showdown at the end of the tutorial level. So every time you tried it again, you were basically had to sit through almost twenty minutes of content you'd already seen. Right. And then if it didn't work, you had to do it again. Oh, so screw like that. So they, <laughs> they, I mean, they did patch it. I think the next morning or later that night. Um, and that that fixed it for me anyway. Um, and I mean, I was annoyed that it, it delayed me a little bit. Yeah. But. Um, uh, but with
0: it, so, I guess what I'm getting at is. But, but
1: what I'm saying is, like, the reason that happens, I think, and I've heard this from a lot of friends I have who are developers, and they talk about this. It's always one of those. I was like, you know, you know, I'm not going to say specifically, but I'll tell you why that happened. You know, and it's because uh, the PC versions of things sell so much less. You know, it's like. You know, if you sell seven, you know, like, like the 750 K number for No Man's Sky, that's great. If it you is, if yeah. you sell seven or seven hundred K or higher of your AAA game on PC, that is phenomenal. Oh, you're in the like upper 5th oh, yeah. percentile because you know it's a it's a smaller user base, and also a lot of the user base just pirates it. Yeah. And meanwhile, that same game is selling two million PlayStation Four copies. Yeah. And so, by nature. The companies are going to focus on the on the versions that make them more money, and, and so PC March, yeah. is going to end up sort of being the redheaded stepchild in that situation. And I think for a lot of people, myself included, uh, it's annoying, but the trade-off once everything's done is you get a much better experience. better version of that game. You do and, um, typically. You do eventually. And it's true. Like I mean, it's also the fact that it's like okay, one thing goes wrong on my my rig, and instead of you know. Playing an hour of a game, I want to play. I'm spending an hour trying to find out what the hell went wrong because if one thing internet, goes, day, yeah, like you got to deal with this problem. Got to gotta redo. i redo, reflash the BIOS. Got to take that on, see it, open the whole thing up. Do that. And you know, or I suppose, like you know, what if I had this on PlayStation Four, I would have put it in the in the in the console, and I'd be playing right now.
0: Or if it didn't work, you put it out until you know they put out the patch, right? And then you put it back in. Um,
1: but it's like it's just one of those trade-offs. You know, the the higher end experience comes with that price, and. Um, or like, uh, so,
0: but here's here's what I'm getting at. I'm, what I'm getting at is that with these incremental upgrades for consoles now, which I even have a problem calling them consoles. They're really just mm-hmm. little shuttle PCs. I don't know. It's hard to rationalize going through all that anymore for PC gaming because well, these are becoming PCs now. Yeah. I mean, like you can buy. You could have bought a launch game for PlayStation Four. You're gonna be able to play it in the Neo. Seven, eight years from now, at a higher resolution, higher frame rate, probably, likely. If if
1: they update those older games.
0: Yeah, but...
1: But anything past
0: October this year... Right, like, you're golden, and so it's... I don't know. You know, I I enjoy PC gaming. It's really what probably made me a hardcore gamer, was PC mm -hmm. gaming ultimately... And I totally get the it's the superior experience. Even with the video card I have, like, multi-platform games look best on my PC mm-hmm. compared to my console. But it's just really hard to rationalize going through all that rigmarole anymore to get that little bump mm-hmm. in fidelity, especially when these consoles are going to keep getting more and more powerful. And I feel like the gap between the PC, is, is, as long as you're buying a mid-range card and you're not spending $1,000 mm-hmm. for a graphics card, the cards that most people are going to buy for PC, the gap between that and what you're getting on the consoles, I feel, is just going to keep shrinking. Mm-hmm.
1: I, th- I think um, there will just be some things that will never catch up in that room. I mean, you're, you're always going to have a certain segment of the population that wants more control over their experience. Uh, the mod scene on PC is always going to give you more, that, for sure. that control. Yeah. I mean, uh, even just in the, you know, even just in the last two weeks of No Man's Sky, for the PC, you can have a mod that removes the you know the the circle uh, thing and you know, the, the the thing where you have they to hold the button fly in the your ship wherever you the want. Ship. They took that mod down. Oh it's gosh. gone now. no one knows why unless it broke the game. well it did in places, but it was still pretty <laughs> fucking cool yeah. um, or uh, you know Skyrim you put enough mods on that thing and like you're playing a, different, a game. different game. Yeah. Um, and also you know being able to tweak this, tweak that take and, and you know, there there's a lot certain of pe- there's, there are There's also there's obviously. people who think that you know, just the mere fact that they can pull chromatic aberration or whatever effects they, or bloom or whatever they don't like off of their game is, right. it makes it worth it to them. Uh, there are people who, will, you know, you will never convince them that a controller is a viable game controlling device. They want mouse and keyboard no matter what. I've seen people that insist that mouse and keyboard is the way to play Arkham Asylum. like I the, feel the, the like the that, hole that crowd deep. is
0: slowly dying, though.
1: It's getting there. I mean, every, I think everybody has a controller for the most part now yeah. on a PC. But I totally get why someone wants to play Deus Ex with a mouse and keyboard rather yeah. than have a controller. I'm playing with a controller on PC. I don't care. Yeah. If it's not multiplayer, I, I don't use I play almost mouse. all my PC games with a controller. Me too. But, like... I understand, I understand I understand I don't play, I play strategy. Mouse okay. and keyboard. But... Yeah. And I will play mouse and keyboard. Like overwatch even shooters now I play with the... I'll play Overwatch mouse and keyboard because it's just it's just terrible better. Multiplayer I, I feel I ha- I definitely feel a difference because oh, yeah, people sure. are just aiming at me better than I can aim yeah, at yeah. them. For sure. Um but like there's people that don't care, want to play you know That's the thing is like the level the level playing field only works so far. Uh, you know, Rocket League—it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but like, if you want to do like cross-platform play on Call of Duty, the PC players are going to destroy you. Yeah. you know? So, the only advantage you have is that there's fewer of them. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. You know, so I understand like someone who wants the control over that. You know, I like it because I really appreciate the the fidelity, the visual fidelity. And you know the, the just the versatility that's there. Some people um, just enjoy tinkering as
0: well, and messing around with that stuff. But
1: it's like you know. But sometimes that can be a problem. You know, like uh, playing Deus Ex. Uh, Deus Ex is the first game to really push my Titan X setup, and because uh, there's some things that it can't do. And you know, part of that is not opt- because it's not optimized and it doesn't support DirectX 12 yet. Right. But um, I had to. I had to basically start the game about four different times in different settings to kind of get a steady sixty frames at fourteen forty p. See that could be
0: annoying too. Though and, like... oh, it was annoying because because I'm like <laughs> at this
1: point I'm just like okay I've seen this oh you know the, you know they drop you into the into the beginning where you're on the top of the, the big thing in the construction site in Dubai and I got yeah. the whole like the, the you know the the water's there and everything, and the worst seagulls ever put in a game. Oh, Did you see those they're so things? So bad. And like, i like, really? That's the I like. There's <laughs> it, tons it, of them everywhere, and you just look at it. Them, they're and like, and they're like, the animation. Eh, eh. Like the body's not moving <laughs> up or down at all. It's just like seagull, seagull. Yeah, and I'm like, really? Like that was, like that's the. It was like that's the big. I like, noticed that woo, immediately too. It, yeah. It's like the big like because they all amazing fly thing. off. Of oh them. yeah, they all fly away, And if you look at them for more than one second, it's just it's like. Wow, that's yeah. like dreamcast graphics really right there. Is, like, it's yeah. really bad, yeah, but but I digress. <laughs> but i'm but I'm saying like by the time I had all the settings worked out and and running properly, and I figured out what the one setting that gave me like forty frames a second back was, yeah. contact shadows, by the way. Yeah. Um, turn that from ultra to on, you will save a ton of performance. Finally, I'm like, okay, now I can finally, Play the game, and I was like, "I'm already sick of this part. <laughs> like, yeah. I've already done it so many times." I
0: mean, that's typical of PC gaming, though. That's just. Something but if like I'd that.
1: been playing like a PlayStation Four, I would have just been dumped in the. That's the thing about the consoles is like, I like. Yes, you're stuck with this lower level of fidelity, but you also don't have that drive back. Well, maybe I could get just that much more performance. It, it's like being a. A tinker on a car it's like well on yeah. the pc like maybe i could get like this much more out of it whereas on the playstation form it's like no that's what it is i'm well, just i'm uh, playing the game here's i don't care a good
0: analogy like i got my car and uh you know my car a lot of people bought it and do all kinds of crazy stuff to it and you start looking at it and it's like well you can get this catback exhaust and it'll cost you 700 bucks and you have to take it to some tuner shop to get it done and then you look at the end, what you get—seven horsepower. Mm.
1: It's just like it's not worth it. If you do enough, you get a, you get a, a big boost. Right. But like, but the thing is, like when you have the potential, that's always gnawing at the back of my mind yeah. when I do. That. Whereas, it's like, cer-
0: it's certain people are that way. And
1: it's funny because like I get I can play something like that on like the PlayStation Four. And it'll you know it's it's thirty frames a second. It's maybe it runs at 900p. It drops you know there's some there's some tearing. It drops to like yeah. you know 25 frames when it's gets really busy. And the whole time it's like yeah well, I don't notice I don't get. It. But on PC if it's like if I'm playing at like you know 4k 60 frames a second and something drops to like you know 55 frames a second for like more than more than like you know. A second, I was like, what was that? Why oh. is that? Why, why isn't that working? And I'm like, I'm like oh, I gotta, gotta, gotta go in. Gotta go into the AI and I. Gotta go figure out what's going on. You know, and it's just like everything has to work perfectly, or yeah. it's not done right. I know. And like that. So let's go back to the can, question. That can be a problem. Is PC gaming getting better? I wouldn't say it's getting worse. Really? I, I mean, I haven't noticed a huge difference really in the last I mean, look, I also have some pretty good luck. I did have a, the little problem with Deus Ex and the performance. Uh, In, like, 110 hours of No Man's Sky, I have crashed maybe four times. Oh, that's good. Um, Far less than the PlayStation 4 version. And I played less than the PlayStation 4 version. Um, For the most part, I dodge a lot of the tech bullets. I don't buy Ubisoft games day (laughs) one. Uh, I do have uh, most of the Assassin's Creed games on Steam because, uh, you know, years and years later, uh, you know, because I like those games. But I I will never buy a Ubisoft PC version the first day. Yeah. uh you know so i just if you know where where the minefields are it's it's still pretty a pretty rewarding thing but i totally it understand seems to me,
0: over all this time it should be getting better
1: it should be but it it's should still, be i've had better. a gaming i've had gaming pcs since you know the mid 90s so have i and, and it like, seems like people it's are the still same. dealing with the same oh, yeah. crap after all this time it's it just, seems insane it's just, well it's never it's everyone builds their own and it's always going to be a different hardware configuration and that's just how it's going to be i mean yeah you know, and that's the good thing about these new consoles that are not consoles is that you know, they're going to try to normalize that sort of thing. And so you'll get better performance with that, with less of the headaches. But you know, there's always going to be you know, that temptation, for me at least, to be like, well, I could just get a Neo. Or I could make it a little more powerful and get this thing and then that would run like this and it'd be amazing. You know, like, so uh, I think it's going, it is permanently going to be relegated to being sort of a niche hobby, the super high-end gaming rig thing. But maybe, as you say, as the architecture becomes more and more similar, the ports will become less and look, less problematic. Because they're just
0: scaling these console games now, too. So, yeah. This is the way you scale a PC game. I which mean, now you're well, talking the, about multiple configurations.
1: Right. Well, now you start to wonder. It's like, well, is that going to make everything simpler and easier to port in the PC direction? Or are the or consoles just going to inherit the problems start dealing, of PC exactly.
0: it's a. To me, it's a red flag. That's exactly why I wanted to bring up this topic. Because it, that could be... The console future, what well, yeah. we have with PC. So we'll see, but
1: definitely worth will, discussing. Will the PlayStation Neo need an access hatch? Right. Where you can dig in and reseat <laughs> your RAM? I don't know. <laughs> Good God, not. <laughs> all
0: right, let's move on. Uh, MPT report came out this week. It was not pretty at all. In fact, it was really freaking bad. NPD down 14% year over year. The top 10 games... For last month, there was one new entry in the entire top ten. That was Monster Hunter Generations for the 3DS. (laughs) The top-selling game was Grand Theft Auto V. A game that's now, what, four years old? Mm -hmm.
1: Is this news or nonsense, Matt? Um, I think it's a slow summer. There's just nothing coming out. Hardware is down. Hardcore. There's nothing to buy.
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone kind of knows there's these new consoles coming as well. That can't mm. help. I mean, what happened to the Xbox uh, the S selling out? That so, was not enough
1: numbers to make uh, it So said. here's the
0: thing. You know how Microsoft put out a press release like a week and a half ago saying it beat the PlayStation 4 for the mm. first time since last October? Well, as it turns out, the top-selling platform was 3DS. Oh, wow. The top-selling platform was the 3DS. Uh,
1: didn't I tell you they were all
0: sold out yeah. for a while? No, they were. I mean, I, I tracked one for you. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll always remember the person on Sifted who said that, like, Pokemon Go would have no pin action on any <laughs> They were so wrong. You were so wrong. You should just come into the comments and be like, you were right, Shane. Hmm. <laughs> for once, Shane, you were right. <laughs> But do you think this is a cause for? I mean, fourteen percent, Matt.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's um, not too big a deal. Just really? Because, no, because I think this summer was a terrible release season. It was a. This is the worst summer drought I've seen in a long time, and also, uh, you know, movies are in the same position. Movies are down too. I yeah. think this this summer was not a good mass media entertainment period. It was. I think both because the quality of the releases was a little lower than people expected, and uh, I, I really feel like a lot of people left town this summer. <laughs> I, th- I feel like vacations happened this summer. I feel like it was a That's it was funny. a more active summer, and, you know, who, I mean, who knows at this point? Maybe it was because everybody was outside playing Pokemon Go. Yeah,
0: I mean, Pokemon Go is a big story of the year so far yeah. in video games.
1: But, like, it's... That game's free. So I, I will worry about that more if it's down 14 percent in like october you know? this is
0: like three months in a row it's been down year over year there are more consoles I out think there now was... for people to buy games for yeah but i
1: don't think there's any games for them to buy and also remember that they're still they're still just not doing digital in this right they are yeah which digital
0: i, I don't remember the exact numbers but they're they're digital numbers as supplied by the publisher mm-hmm So they're not actually tracking it; they're just getting the numbers from publishers. Getting the the numbers from publishers, but
1: not Sony and Microsoft.
0: Yeah, Sony and Microsoft will not
1: give them the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm—I really feel like um, the you know the, the the rise of digital plus, really an empty release schedule since June. Um, and the ones that did come out, uh, other than No Man's Sky, have been pretty much sales disappointments. I mean, Mirror's Edge certainly didn't do anything. Yeah. And I'm struggling to think of a major retail release beyond those two.
0: GameStop did their financial today, as I mentioned earlier. They were down 7% from last month. Mm. And they said that their actual games and hardware sales were down way more than that, that their butts were saved by their pivot. Which is to start selling, like, games merchandise mm-hmm. and game T-shirts and all that Action crap. Action
1: figures. Yeah. This that
0: is like... is, like, what's saving their butts right now is that pivot that they did just, like, seven or eight months ago.
1: Well, I mean, again, I think there's not a lot to buy if you're, you know, either a core or a casual right now. And the core people, who are probably the most likely to find stuff to buy, are all waiting for the hardware updates. Yeah. You know? like, I don't, you know, I don't think any of us are dumb enough to go buy a PlayStation 4 right now. We gotta see what they're about to offer.
0: Yeah, I, I, I actually disagree with you. I think there is a cause for alarm here. I, uh, I've never seen at this point in, a, in the console cycle, which is kind of thrown out the window anyway at this point with the upgradable mm. hardware and, and all that, but I've never seen at this point in a console cycle the sales falling that hard. And, like, you know, announcing a slimmer version of a console. That's nothing new that's happened.
1: Mm. I mean, look! The at 1S! Get, it sold out, and it's, yeah. the,
0: the industry is still down that much. Well, like, you
1: could also, I mean, this, is, this might be a bit of a reach, but we are in the middle of a very turbulent uh, election season. Yeah. Um, and I know, I mean, I already know of two separate instances in which I have uh, friends who are uh, having to move uh, because their landlords are selling all their property I'm not kidding they're selling all their property before November at fire sale prices because they're afraid Hillary's gonna get elected and ruin the economy like they're basically like apocalypse selling. Why can't their,
0: they do that in Los Angeles I'll come and buy that property lickety-split Well, because someone <laughs> you're always
1: gonna to have to live in a major urban area right. but I'm t- this is like happening in like Oklahoma right and right. Stuff, right so If there's a lot of people that are, like, freaked out about whoever getting elected ruining everything, maybe people are are just, like, buckling down on luxury purchases. Although I
0: think most people are in fear of the other candidate doing that to the
1: economy. Right, but I think whichever side you're on, you are afraid of the other candidate doing that. So it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people are locking down their luxury purchases right now until they see what the hell happens in November. I don't think that's going to impact Call of Duty sales, mind you. Yeah. But, like... (laughs) I', I know, that, got I, guns I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not saying I have any empirical evidence for that but I like you know that mentality Ignorably. might be going around it could be part of why people are not spending money on entertainment entertainment right now
0: although I mean if you look historically during hard times entertainment was one of the things that was not punished by a poor economy
1: yeah but when the poor economy arrives right not during the fear of it Well, you're right that's a good point so because everybody's afraid of it and then when it happens everybody sort of hits that equilibrium and they're like well holy shit, I need to shoot some people. (laughs) So they go and they buy Call of Duty. Yeah. That'll that'll be what happens.
0: I'm definitely a little more concerned over it than Matt is. Just simply because I've just never seen this happen before. It's
1: pretty bad, but I think it's a combination of a lot of extraneous factors, and I'm not going to be worried about it until it starts to be a trend during the holiday season, basically. If if we get to October and shit's still falling, then I'm going to be like, what's going on?
0: Okay. Uh, Today... There was a new Duke Nukem Twitter handle launched that was promptly followed by Gearbox, and then a fake debate started happening between Randy Pitchford and the new Duke Nukem account. Um, There was a new website launched. There seems to be a countdown counting down to something. Some people are saying it's a new Duke Nukem game. Some have speculated it's a remaster of Duke Nukem 3D. Either way, do you care?
1: No. You don't. I've never cared about Duke Nukem. Really? No. I played the original back in the day, and it was fine. Yeah.
0: I do have an affinity for Duke Nukem, because he is kind of one of the original video game icons that wasn't for kids. Mm. Because, like, the first however many years of the industry, all the mascots, all the icons were built around children. Duke was one of the first video game icons for adults. I I mean, it's... I mean, My, look, my main good I'll memory i around of, fart jokes and whatever right. else but
1: My main good memory of Duke Nukem is uh, The ventrilo harassment video <laughs> Where someone used a Duke Nukem soundboard To basically break a woman's mind It is pretty good That, yeah. that is the greatest moment of Duke Nukem <laughs> I've got balls of steel
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of people are going to look at this With a negative connotation because of Duke Nukem Forever, which oddly enough Which was, terrible, for, but. was
1: terrible And took forever to develop but I, you know, as I know it's not cool to like give Gearbox the benefit of the doubt these days in yeah, you know, a post-aliens, colonial marines era. But I don't think a lot of Duke Nukem Forever was there. Fu- I think they inherited was most not of that fault. game, yeah. and it's you know you got it. They just needed to bar it. it out. You gotta, yeah, yeah, you got to get it out. You got to do it. Um, and I, you know, I will keep one eye on whatever this is and see what they're going to put out. But because um, I do think Duke Nukem has a good game in him uh, in the modern era. You know, you can do that. Uh, Duke Nukem we'll 3D do was it. pretty
0: good. I would argue that's probably the best Duke Nukem game ever. The original one. Yeah. Like the Duke Nukem 3D, the original. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't. I don't think I ever finished that game. Was really long. It was I long. Yeah. That, back then, those those first person shooters back in the day used to take forever. Duke
0: Nukem Forever was going to be really long too. They chopped like half yeah. the game out to get it out. So the worst
1: offender, I think, being the original Unreal. Yeah, yeah. Which was like a forty, almost like, yeah. like a thirty, forty-hour first person shooter. <laughs> that's that that was a lot. Anymore.
0: <laughs> Definitely doesn't happen anymore. Uh, I'm kind of excited. Like, I think whenever the trailer comes out, yeah, I'll be right there to watch it. And
1: I'm sure it, will be, uh, it won't be. It will be boring to watch the run-up to this one. Yeah. I'm sure. Cause...
0: I hope it's a new one. I hope it's not a remake of Duke Nukem 3D. If I, it was I, a remake I'm, of Duke Nukem
1: 3D, I feel like it would have happened a while ago. I I've feel put, like
0: put my stake in the ground on remasters on this show many times. Everyone
1: knows how I feel about it. I'm not it's a big a, fan. I feel like the right amount Although of time is, has passed for this to be a new game.
0: I also feel like there in this case, there also has been enough time passed for Duke Nukem 3D that the remaster would be something worthwhile doing. True, but at the same but, time,
1: I think Gearbox must feel like they have to kind of prove themselves with their new IP, you know, because they own the IP now, Yeah. and it's kind of like it's about time for Gearbox to show what they can do with their own spin on it. Right. So I I would probably bet it's, it's a new game.
0: They probably should have done this game instead of Battleborn. Zing!
1: <laughs> I got Battleborn for almost nothing on a humble bundle a I couple saw weeks ago. It was ago. like fifteen bucks. Fifteen right? bucks for. I mean, it was fifteen. You got a ton of stuff for everything. Yeah. So it was like fifteen bucks for like seven or eight games plus Battleborn. Right. Which means it was, you got it for like five bucks. Right. And I actually wanted the other thing on the fifteen dollar tier more than Battleborn. So it was basically like, I got Battleborn by default. Battleborn. They should just do what they just did with Evolve. Just make it free to play. Probably. Yeah. Roll microtransactions
0: in there. It's worked. Yeah. Now they just launched a it's brand proven. new co-op mode for Evolve, and like, yeah. it's turned its fortunes all the way around. So although something you see the uh, so you're luke you're lukewarm on Duke. Yeah. Luke Luke and the Duke, and I'm excited. I think uh, it's different. Also, that's the other thing. Like Duke Nukem is still different from anything else in the industry. Yeah. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's still no other game like it. Maybe for good reason, but yeah. there's still no other game like it. Yeah. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a he's a figment of video games past. Yeah. I mean, that's really where he's coming from. That's why I still have a little bit of a love for the guy.
1: I, st- I still feel like he's some sort of ancestor of Gears of War in a lot of yeah. ways. Like, Marcus Phoenix is not entirely removed from Duke Nukem in some way. No,
0: I agree. You're absolutely right, yeah. He's like a spiritual successor to yeah. Duke Nukem. And the
1: other disturbing thing about Duke Nukem is sometimes how, it, when you see like younger gamers talk about it, that like they don't know all his lines come from like Evil Dead, right. and uh, and uh, they think that they think that he they made, think he made up that chew bubblegum and kick ass right. quote, and it was like <laughs> no, that was Rowdy Roddy Piper, rowdy, rowdy Piper yeah. at his rowdiest <laughs> and roddiest, his roddiest. <laughs> Whatever that means. You better, and you, you better
0: recognize. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, let's move on. This past weekend, Titanfall 2, tech test, multiplayer, mm. alpha. I regret I was not able to play it. It kind of sucked. They announced this at Gamescom. like, it's coming Friday, and everybody else is all excited. I'm like, I'm leaving town. <laughs> the good news is, is when all you guys are going to be watching this, which is Friday, the next one will have started. So both you and I will get a chance mm. to play it this weekend. I'm definitely going to give it a go. I just want to talk briefly about
1: the. I'll give backlash. it a try now because I kind of didn't, you know, make a lot of time for. Because I'm like, ah, oh, it's Titanfall. I know Titanfall. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll be. And uh, apparently, it's I not. was wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. Because um, on Titanfall. Monday, I looked. I was like, poking around on Reddit, and I was like, what? Like, there were some people talking about the changes. People freaked and out. I, Part of me cannot, can't really blame them for that because some of these changes are inexplicable. They really are. Yeah, I uh, I was really blown away to find out about some of this stuff. First of all, what was
0: really shocking to me is all their multiplayer trailers and all the footage they had shown of multiplayer so far, the way they were cut together had led me to believe that it was faster
1: mm-hmm. than the first game.
0: It's not. it's not. Everything about it is slower. Everything about it. Like, like, it feels
1: slower than modern Call of Duties.
0: Yeah. Watching the footage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the speed that you move at, the speed that the grapple hook mm-hmm. works at, the amount of time it takes to be able to use the mechs.
1: Right. Like. Well, there's people that don't get mechs yeah. sometimes in matches. Yeah. Well. It,
0: That's crazy. And like, well, and I it's
1: like, I saw someone actually did like a breakdown of the speed in the game versus the first game uh-huh. on Reddit. I don't remember the name though. But he, um, he basically said, so like, when you're, so basically you move, uh, on the ground you move at like 20k, 20 kilometers per hour, on the wall up to 20 kilometers per hour, per hour in the first game, For, this is all first game, so on, on the wall running you can move up to 40 kilometers per hour, and in the air you can move up to 40 kilometers an hour. Okay. In Titan, the Titanfall 2 tech test thing they did, on the ground you move it at 20, on the walls you move at 30. And in the air, you move at 40. Mm. And so you are moving slower on the walls. But the key, I guess, he, that he said, this guy said was, first, the, the FOV is smaller. So you feel more constrained. Right. But the fact that there's no acceleration, that there's that you are moving at that speed, no matter what. Because in the first game, you could gain momentum. Right. Yeah. And in this, as soon as you hit a wall, you are moving at speed. And so the fact that you don't get to speed up. And you can't use your motion to sort of give yourself a boost like that. It's all, like, just static, and you're instantly switching between these static speeds. It feels choppier, and it feels clunkier, and it feels like you're moving slower. And I, and I, Not, you know, I buy, buy that. Not being able as often is crazy. I just smack the microphone. But I, I buy that as a good explanation of why it feels different. Even watching the footage, oh, for it sure. feels yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's plenty of footage out there. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Titans are no longer on a timer they a score streak. Right. Which does not reset between deaths, but you still have to do the scores to get to get a Titan. And the Titan meter decays it does. Over yeah. time. So there are people who were playing the game that were not getting Titans. Yep. And there are people reporting like matches where like only one person got a Titan through the whole match. It's basically a pilot match.
0: That's not know. what you play Titan for. No, before. Not at all. So they've already done the three sixty. Right. They're like, we hear you. We're gonna basically change everything back to the way it was before. Hopefully one eighty. But is yeah. this <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is this where a beta in early access has gone completely wrong? Um, not if they fix it, but my question is Do you think there might be some people who played it the first weekend and were like,
1: screw this, I'm never coming back? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that if they care that much, they would be paying attention to what's happening as, as a mean, response to it. It's
0: a positive and a negative. Especially right?
1: if they put out another test and they've made those changes and people can play it again this coming weekend and decide like, oh, they, they, my question on it is like, what 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 were you thinking on some yeah. of these things? Like, Did you just go in and intentionally decide, like, hey, what if we took this unique game we made and ripped all the good shit out of it and just made it more like the, the other things? Well, they also like,
0: said that the campaign is more of a puzzle game than a shooter. I, I, that was another quote yeah. that came out of Respawn this week.
1: I don't even know what to think about that. Like, so but,
0: the, bi- the alpha, or whatever they're calling it, the tech test, is a positive and a negative. It's a negative in that you put it out there and so many people hate it, and word-of-mouth spreads on Twitter and Facebook and Mm -hmm. everywhere else, the positive is that you now know that people hate it, so you can change it. But on the flip side of that, you could have just made the game you wanted. It probably still would have sold pretty well. Mm -hmm. But now you've run the risk of you have put it out there and actually let people
1: play it. You may have lost. People are going to walk away whether you change it or not.
0: Right. Or may not even know that you ever changed it. They're like, oh, I tried that, and I didn't like it. Like, mm -hmm. Like you were saying earlier, like not everybody is like us and is like pinned to video game websites all day, every day, seeing what's happening. Mm. Like some people are like, oh, maybe they saw it on the dashboard or their PlayStation Four or their Xbox One. They're like, oh my God, there's a Titanfall Two Alpha. Yeah. Well, I think the and they play it and they're like, this is garbage, <laughs> and then they don't, they don't see it the next weekend yeah. when the, the splash screen's up. Or there, they right.
1: think it's the same thing. Next right. Weekend. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it gonna say? Week two week We two. change freaking air again. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> good good version. We <laughs> promised
0: we we promised we changed it like Yeah. You didn't like it last week, but give it
1: another go. Like <laughs> are they gonna they're not gonna message it like that. I don't know. I don't I mean that could be disastrous. It could be. I I, I mean I think the real solution is um don't mess your game up. Yeah. For, I mean like that is I mean I I know they said like part of it, they wanted people to earn the Titans more, but I'm like do you think that's why people are here to like earn a Titan or do you just want do people want to play, with a, play <laughs> with a Titan? And they already had that system in there yeah. where like if, you know the, the as you scored the more the better you did you cut time right. off your Titan timer and you got your Titan sooner. It was sooner. kinda
0: perfect. It was
1: great. <laughs> and it's just like what why? Why mess with perfection? Yeah, like there's a lot of things you could change about the game that would add or add things or make it better or whatever, but that wasn't part one of. No, them, did yeah. anyone complain? You know, I like this Titanfall game, but you know what my problem is? I get a giant robot way too quick. <laughs> like yes, if I you could just If you could slow it down, if you could make that giant robot maybe not even show up <laughs> once in a while, that would be great. It's like who the hell is doing that? Like it makes me wonder what the hell is going on at that company. It is weird. Yeah. Th- that would be a decision that made. I mean, was made. the game is called Titanfall. Yeah. <laughs> Not Titan maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Not Titan where. Yeah, I don't get it, man. Uh, but, not Titan meter Phil
0: like what is yeah. going on but you gotta promise me you're gonna play the tech test this I'll weekend I'll play the tech test I'm league. gonna play it too because now it's
1: a thing yeah, like, it I, is, I yeah. thought it was a sh- I thought it was a guarantee I was like oh I mean why do I even it's like Zelda it's like why do yeah. I even care like, it's Doesn't gonna be matter, coming out yeah. it's gonna be good I'm gonna play it we're all gonna have a good time we're gonna get grappling hooks it's gonna be amazing yeah. and it's like whoa
0: now all of a sudden yeah so both of us need to play it this weekend We'll come back with our impressions yeah. for next week's show. It is
1: at least uh, encouraging that they went, they so quickly were like, okay, we're going to change the Titans to like, you know, tick up automatically instead of decayed. Oh, it, it decayed. The, yeah. It decayed. I know. Like, if you didn't do enough stuff fast enough, like, yeah, that's the complete. It, it's like you said, it's like, is like, are you catering to like the Mad Knights, or the pros, yeah. the people that play this? as like a, you know, as as constant here as opposed to some a very small segment like, of your... Like, that is not audience. going to fly with your stoned audience. No. You know, the people that just <laughs> want to, like, you know, get stoned and play a, a giant robot game. Like, yeah. that's not going to work.
0: And believe it or not, that's a big segment of gamers.
1: And the whole... Th- oh, yeah. And the whole thing we're like, you know, instead of rodeoing the Titans, you just take the battery out, and, like, the Titans can basically... You know, it's like... People have already figured it out. It's like, well, it's pretty easy. You just kill the guy who took your battery and get the battery right. back. It's like, so what? Yeah. As opposed to the rodeoing, if you do it successfully, takes that titan out of the match. Yep. Which is like, I don't get it. I don't understand. There were how parts that of the
0: game that they had nailed the first time yeah. around, and for whatever reason, they had problems signifying which which of the <laughs> parts they
1: had nailed, and they changed the wrong things. Well, they had. Uh... I don't know if you saw the comic that somebody did on on Reddit, but it was it's that comic where it was like the it's the boardroom. Um, no, it's it's, it's, it. it's been done many many times before, but it's it's like usually they just change the words, but it's like the, it's a boardroom and they're like, what can we do for the, for this new thing? And it's like, you know, two yes men like kind of doing like like let's do that. And there's like some guy like leaning there, it's like, and he always says something like, what if we just took this good thing we have? He says the reasonable. Thing. and right. then the boss gets really angry in the last panelist and getting thrown out the window of the office yeah, building. Yeah. <laughs> and so in this one it's like it's like he's like it's like what if we make it so nobody gets a gets a Titan uh, unless they perform like a god or so uh, and at the end it's like the board guy is, is like, what if we took a game that everybody liked in the first place and is now getting a wider audience and make it more fun to play and reiterate on the things we did right the first time? And then a Titan hand they it's photoshopped the whole thing, so a Titan hand comes in, grabs the guy, pulls him out, and crushes him. And I'm like, that oh I mean, I don't know. Maybe that is what happened. It Who knows? something's um, a foot over at yeah, respawn. They didn't
0: bring in that new CEO or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean, know.
0: I don't know. Vince had to kind of step away and be like, maybe I just need to concentrate on creative and have somebody come in and run the company. And who knows if maybe that had a bearing on it? Yeah, I, I have. I
1: have no real fear. I don't know enough about the inner workings of that company to know who's making those choices. But I, I, it am doesn't shocked. seem like
0: a Vince Zampella decision to no. me. Well, no, or any of those guys. Yeah. Of those
1: guys know how to make a game. I know. Like they, they, how do you? If anyone in the world should know why that first game worked, it's You know, they're talking about how they're treating it basically as a new IP. Yeah. Like, they're, you're, like the first game didn't really happen. They're like, That's starting a from big scratch. Mistake. I'm like, then why is it called Titanfall 2? Exactly. Call it something else. Call it Titanfall. No, no. Things are starting to get a little. Uh, yeah. Titanfall. Titanfall, whatever. And high
0: hopes and high hype, but things are starting to fade a little bit. I'll play it tomorrow, though. Help us, Call
1: of Duty. You're our last hope. <laughs> it really? Apparently. To look, well, badly. man. We'll see. I'm I'm wondering if like are we gonna come through like a bunch of terrible campaigns this fall? Are we gonna are the, are the campaigns just gonna kick us right in the balls? I don't know. I'm I'm starting to get worried. It's
0: a little getting a little dicey. That's for sure. I mean, like we said on last especially week's especially Battlefield One. Yeah, Battlefield dicey. One's campaign. Yeah, good one. <laughs> that's what we
1: don't we don't want a, we don't want a dicey Titanfall Two campaign. Yeah. And by dicey, I mean like one made like by one dice. like one made by dice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, let's talk about Dark Souls 3 DLC. You want to talk about Mario? No, we're going to skip right. that one. I think we're we're already kind of getting up against it for time. So, Dark Souls 3, the very first DLC trailer was released today, mm. coming out right around Halloween, which is pretty darn good, perfect. Good timing. Yeah. Did you get to watch the trailer for it? I, at didn't,
1: all? I you didn't. didn't. I didn't. I heard it was coming out, and it's again one of those things where it's like, yep, buying that. Yeah, there's
0: a new boss. There's some. new Although to weapons. be fair, like, I
1: haven't, I never even got I'm, I don't think I'm even high enough level to do the DLC for uh, uh, Bloodborne. Oh really? So uh, I, I have trouble being good enough to kind of handle the DLC on the Souls games. It's uh, they're, so the DLC, they're no joke.
0: Obviously, I don't know because I don't play these games. Is the DLC typically more challenging than the base game? Oh yeah, game? really? Oh yeah, like the
1: a, the old hunters uh, one on Bloodborne, like You have to be like level eighty. Really? Really? To, to recommend like I think it's eighty to even like start. And like, I had no idea. And they, I mean, you go in and it's just like, mm mm. Like really? Like, it's they're they're tough. Like this That's is a not, strange tactic. Is, it's it's totally Souls. Style, I mean, though. I mean that's right. exactly what people want. You know, yeah. I mean, Dark Souls two had a slightly different one and that, like, yeah, it was like that, but it also like fixed a bunch of stuff.
0: I'm just saying for um, financial reasons. I guess they just don't care about how much money they. I think that's the conclusion those, I've come to at this point. They do not care how many copies they sell. Well, of they this care, series. but they
1: sell to a very specific audience. They sell about two to three million copies, and that's their audience. Like, but they could
0: sell a lot more.
1: We could always sell a lot more, but you know, there's a, they, pick they just your audience. choose
0: not to by making certain design, design decisions, basically.
1: I don't know. I don't know if a... Uh, I mean, what would it be to sell 10 million copies on
0: that? Well, I mean, they could have sold you Bloodborne DLC if you didn't have to be that level to play it. Well, they it. sold
1: it to me. I just haven't gotten <laughs> around to doing it yet. <laughs> That's the other thing is I think a lot of people... A lot of people do buy the DLC on this even if they're not ready for it because they want to support the game. Right. Um, the, the, the community for Dark Souls is very united in terms of trying to support these things and show their, their love for it. And so I'm sure... Uh, You know, even if you're not ready, I mean, most people who are playing these things enough to want the DLC are going to be ready for. I mean, on Dark Souls 3, I think I'm set. Um, I'm I'm much further along. Bloodborne, as much as I liked it, uh, I just wasn't there yet. And uh, I am there yet now, but it was like I I just haven't started that DLC yet. I did buy it. Seems like um, a little bit late for DLC. I thought it would be sooner, Yeah. It would have been good to have that in kind of the summer doldrums, but Halloween's a good time for I that, mean, too. So. But
0: that probably could have been the second one, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. They did have... Uh, I mean, I'm interested to see if they address some of the weird problems the game still has. I mean, I don't think anybody quite figured out what they were doing with poise yet, because poise was a very different thing in the other well, games. Well, I believe
0: they've admitted that they made a mistake with poise. Finally. For yeah. a long
1: time they were saying, it's like, that's oh, you just, you just to be. don't get how it works. Right. And I was like, it doesn't work. <laughs> like, that's the problem. <laughs> And they're, and they're like, oh, it it adds invincibility frames to the roll. That's what poise, Like that's totally not what poise is supposed to. That does that doesn't even make any sense. Like it's. it's I, I'm hoping they kind of, maybe backtrack on that and fix it up because it really ruined. Uh, I'm. I i do not play like the big bulky heavy armor builds. Yeah. But like poise is how those work. Right. You know, yeah, in, yeah. in the other games, and so all of a sudden people are like, oh, I can't, I can't do the build I like to do, which is. A problem. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they they kind of get all their all those ducks in a row.
0: Maybe they wait waits waited so long for the DLC on this because they're like our game's tough and like we have to wait for people yeah, to be. like get through the game to get to the point it where could they be. could actually buy it.
1: That's true. Um, there is no real hurry for DLC on these games. Oh, no, it's yeah. evergreen. Yeah.
0: They could release it three years from
1: now and people would buy it. Oh yeah.
0: Which. Could happen because they're never saying know. they're
1: not doing another Souls game. Although I don't believe that at all. Oh, well, it's not going to be called that. But it's going to be that game, that formula with a different name setting. on it. I think gonna... that's cheating. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> Bloodborne is technically not a Souls game. Yeah, yeah but I yeah, mean, when that. they
0: talk to From, like they oh yeah, but whatever. they coalesce and say yeah, it's
1: a Souls. It'll game. be like a futury. What's that? What's that cyborgy one? Cyberpunk. No, 2077? it was a great. Oh, was, the surge! The surge! That's yeah, something. So that's something like I bet I bet get some kind of like futury thing, some kind of sci-fi like, deal. like Dead Space, but with the dead souls kind of
0: Dead Space. Interesting.
1: Like a like a sort of some kind of you know nightmarish event horizon kind of thing.
0: That'd be kind of cool.
1: I, I think that'd be a, I think that'd be an interesting direction to go with it.
0: I think a big part of the game's appeal though is its uh, its aesthetic. Like, Somewhat,
1: but I think Blood- Bloodborne's aesthetic was very different from Dark Souls. It's still in the same realm. Somewhat, but I think you can do that in a sci-fi setting as well. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, uh, uh, you make the ship big and gothic enough, it's still a dungeon.
0: They could do a zombie game that way, too.
1: Yeah, that's a little pedestrian.
0: I mean, that, they kind of have zombies already. It's already zombies all through <laughs> that thing. I, I think
1: a really crazy, like, you know, Lovecraftian um, space kind of event horizon space marine sort of thing would like space hulk kind of thing would be
0: interesting i could see that all right let's we're going to talk about deus ex mankind divided more divided than the last topic yeah <laughs> i uh have you been enjoying it matt
1: yeah i like it i mean that is you know I've, I've come to kind of come to grips with the fact that this this is not my favorite sub-genre the the kind of first person shooter rpg sort of Deus Ex, um, you know, what was it, Deus Ex, System Shock, Bio- I mean, I like Bioshock a lot, but it's like, yeah. Um, I find it, like, frustrating in places where, like, especially because, like, very early on, after the, f- after the, once you first get to Prague, you're supposed to go do this thing, and the thing you're supposed to do, you are blocked by a thug g- guy, yeah. and you're like, it's like, okay, I'm like, well, I, okay, I know I could just shoot him in the face, but I also know these games well enough to know that it doesn't want me to do that right <laughs> there's got to be another way in, and so I just started wandering around looking for ways to get in and what, you know where is this what is this like and eventually you find you know behind a certain th- up a thing over here around this in that open that in there behind a the thing, oh, there's a vent you know yeah. right? and but it took me like twenty <laughs> minutes to find the goddamn vent and yeah. it some and i and it was it was just this weird period. and it, the worst thing i worst I've ever felt it in is dishonored where like. There's this thing where, like, okay, if I take the most straightforward solution to this, which is kill the guy who's in my way, or yeah. just like, you know, you know, there's a room full of dudes that are patrolling the thing. Well, I'm just going to take you out. Inevitably, the game is kind of going to kind of look at you like, really? Like, kind of, you <laughs> know? Like, I always feel like the game is uh, judging me for yeah, like yeah. taking the violent option. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I tend he,
0: to play a mix. Like, yeah. I take it room by room. And generally, what happens is I try to play it stealthy. Eventually, I screw up. The alarms go off, everyone comes after me, and it turns into a running gun. Like, yeah. <laughs> I run away, I wait for him to come down the hallway, and I mow him down as I come down the hallway, and then I go back into mm-hmm. stealth until I, as long as I can get away with it, I sound an alarm mm-hmm. again, and just rinse and repeat, basically.
1: The one thing I will say, like, one of the problems Human Revolution had before the director's cut was that um, it didn't really respect the idea that you could play it stealth, and the boss, the boss fights were designed by another company that, like, if you had, you know, the first boss fight—that's fight, insane, by the way. Yeah, the boss, and you <laughs> and could tell, so like it was va- like it was people obvious, were like, "It's yeah. so weird." And it was like, it's like the boss fights are made by different people, and they were—they were, they really yeah. was Who does and, that? Just farms out the boss. I fights. Don't know, it, and it's so bizarre. And like, you know, there were early on, if you if you went to the first boss fight and you'd like spec your uh, your Jensen completely out for uh, like stealth and hacking, you could end up in a situation where you couldn't beat, beat that the game. Guy. Yeah, I know, and you couldn't beat the first boss. Yeah. And, you know, the director's cut solved, you know, for that. I will say... They clearly learned that lesson. Yeah, they in they did. Game. This game, <laughs> this game has tons of different ways to approach everything. Everything. And there's even moments where you're like, after you do a thing, you look back at, oh, I could have done that. I could have gone through oh, here. I could, yeah, done yeah. that. I could have done that. I could have activated that. I could have. Like they, uh, even little minor things that are not like story important. Like they give you little like two, missions. three, four ways sometimes. It's to, really to do crazy. It's like very the, impressive. Like
0: the very first mission, I'm not really spoiling anything. It's like one of the very first things you have to do is you have to meet this guy in the bookstore and the game kind of plots out this way for you to do it where you like you try to go and meet him they're like nope you can't come here you need like a special pass or whatever and then you find out there's this person who's counterfeiting the passes then you go and find the counterfeit person then she tells you so you can do this like 7 8 step process and finally meet the guy that you want to or i discovered after I had done it, I found a great... And I could have skipped <laughs> all of those steps. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I could have skipped every one of those steps and went immediately into that bookstore. And that, to me, is freaking awesome. So so I got burned on the first mission, but it changes how I look at everything after that now. Now every mission after that, I'm like, okay, well, the game is telling me to do it this way, but I guarantee... There is a much easier, faster way to do Mm -hmm. this. And you start looking at the environment differently. Doing exactly what you said. Oh, here's this grate. Where does this grate take me? Oh, it takes me out into this alleyway where there's nobody. And I can climb up here, and now I'm on the roof. And then it comes to this... I love how the game does that, man. How it just kind of... It's like a butterfly in a cocoon, and it spreads its wings. And you're like, oh, wow, look at the options that this game gives me. And then that's just extra to... The combat, and how you handle each little scenario with each enemy, and Mm-mm. I love the freedom that this game provides me, but going back to what you were saying, like, I don't like the game setting or the aesthetic of it. Like, I just, I don't, people call this steampunk, I don't really think it's steampunk. Oh, it's not
1: steampunk at all. I think
0: it's just like, kind of like, cyberpunk or whatever, it just yeah. seems like generic, futuristic action to me. Like, yeah. There's really Either nothing the game that makes it look unique. The guys, all the soldiers still look like meatheads with like spacesuits on. Like, well, the
1: funny thing, like, well, yeah, it does, it definitely looks, um, I'll tell you what, it keeps reminding me of is Half Life 2. Yeah. And part of that is because it's an Eastern European city, and yeah. I associate, uh, you know, that city in, in Half Life 2 is sort of the prototypical first person Eastern European game city, you right, know? Right, right. And, um, uh, so, I keep, but I know it's Prague. I know it's a real place. I've been right. to Prague. I know, but, but it's like, keep, city, but, but like. like with that plus all those the high tech checkpoints plus all the guys in the big like battle armor, I'm just like, it just look. It looks like the Combine invaded. Frankly, yeah. Um, the other thing about it is, like, look, it's a beautiful game on PC. It is just it's beautiful on astounding. PlayStation Four as well. Yeah, and yeah. except. Technically, at least uh the lip sync is like last gen like their mouths don't match their words when they talk even in like the, pre, the, the pre-recorded the pre cut and like you can, and you can talking. see like the teeth and the tongue are doing the right moves but it's like the lips are fr- like so everybody's on botox or something <laughs> it's very strange i can't tell if it's like a mistake or if it's like something's not working or one in of those my pc game things yeah it might be a pc thing <laughs> i don't know um, but but the fact that like the pre-recorded cutscenes are also like that makes me wonder if it's just a shortcoming of the engine. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is like this is a it's much less feels much less stylized than the than Human Revolution. Human oh, it's Revolution way less. had like that kind of yellow filter over everything. Well, Their the, the whole like, theme was gold. Right. I don't know
0: if you noticed or not. There's a couple like nods to that game. Like there's one man that you meet early on in the game and he is wearing like a gold. I mean it looks like it's made out of gold shirt.
1: Oh, is that? Uh, the guy from the first game, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like there are, he's the, and, and his ha- his bionic hands are bright gold yeah, too. Yeah. So
0: there are like nods to it, but you're right. right. This does not have like a distinctive visual style no. whatsoever.
1: And because of that, like. It might be just me, but I I think Adam Jensen doesn't fit the world. I of agree a thousand percent. Like he looks like a cartoon. I compared didn't like him that much else. in Alaska. Yeah, he wasn't a I great don't design. Find it very
0: charismatic or engaging. No. and or... he's
1: he's also he's kind of like a second rate solid snake. Yeah, you know, in and, and character wise, pretty You're much. Right. Yeah. But like he like just even more now, his design doesn't feel like it fits the world because the world is so believe and like you can't see yourself. You can't even see yourself in mirrors, That's which is bullcrap. That, you can't see yourself. Why is that? I don't know. Like you can't look down and see your body. I know. And then you're not. You're, he's not in mirrors. No. I was shocked that he didn't show up in mirrors. Well, it they also to...
0: try to do like the whole Metroid Prime thing, where before like you start playing, the camera swoops around and, oh, yeah,
1: and, but it, but it doesn't
0: actually go into his head. <laughs> it goes around behind him, and you just look at his hair, and then it cuts, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, and like the takedowns in the game, like they're they're like pre-rendered they're or something. Yeah. What the hell?
1: Very weird. I mean, Dude, that's you how the do first a game take did down, it, too. It but... cuts
0: the black, and then it, like, is so... I know, but, like, there are so I many thought wh- that was, like, a limitation of the last generation mm. of hardware.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, mm-hmm. it's either an engine issue or a that's choice. a...
1: choice. I think that's a choice. It's a bad choice. Yeah.
0: It takes you completely There's a couple of bad action. choices. The
1: other thing I don't like is um, they kept the whole, like, you cannot upgrade your batteries because you have to use the battery power to do the cyborg stuff. yeah, yeah. You cannot use, upgrade the batteries to just recharge the whole bar. It drops the... Every time you use something, it drops down the bar charge limit yep. until it gets to, like, this minimum. And it will always... Re, but it's, it's basically just enough to, like, do <clears> one <throat> takedown or do one major action. Yeah. Right? And to get more than that, you have to pop uh, battery cells to, like, give your bi- your bio cells to get uh, yeah. more... B- I hate that. Yeah, like, I don't give, like it either. give me a mana bar or stop teasing me. Like... And I know they're trying to kind of limit, so you can't just like run through and do like those takedowns and everybody. But I also feel like if you would make the takedowns more real time, you wouldn't have to limit my energy like that because I'd have to be doing things as it happens. Why do you have to be a
0: bionic man to do a takedown? I
1: don't know. (laughs) know,
0: It's not like he even really uses his augmentations. It's just like, he just like... (laughs)
1: <laughs> palm somebody yeah. in the jaw. It's well, like, ostensibly because he's so strong, that's what knocks them out when they do that, I guess. But, but like, humans
0: can do that. Like every, there's tons of games where you play as humans where there are takedowns. You can just choke yeah. somebody out. Like
1: he does. I mean, the, the kills I think look cooler because he usually uses the blades yeah. in his arm or whatever. Yeah, sure. But when you're just if you're trying to do a non-lethal. It really looks dull. It does, like, it's it's yeah. not really much happening. It's just him going tap tap punch, and that's yeah, it. Right. Like basically, but there's I, a lot of different ones, but they're all basically him punching a guy in the face. Pretty much.
0: But I like all the augmentation stuff. I think augmentation
1: stuff is cool. You do feel really powerful after, oh, like, yeah. you know, a couple hours of upgrading. Um, oh, and you, like, can sit, you can feel it. Yeah. Every
0: upgrade, you can feel in the game, oh, yeah, which definitely. is not always the case. And especially I do, for a game that's. 30 to 40 hours long.
1: Yeah, I did I do think I was not pleased because I did I bought the the, the Green Man Gaming uh, you know full they basically had the full deluxe version with season pass for the same price as you know retail. regular. Wow. Regular. So it was like 64 I think. Wow. So great I deal. so I just got that. Yeah. Um And it comes with the pre-order thing of like all the you know the the upgrade packs or like you you get basically a bunch of uh, ammo and praxis kits and guns and whatever in this storage thing you transfer them and stuff. here's the thing, Uh, some of the stuff is permanent like the like the guns and stuff, but like credits the credits and the bullets and stuff like that they're they're categorized as consumable, Mm. and they will never show up in another playthrough. Wow! If you started a new game of this game, if you start a new game. All that pre-order stuff doesn't show up again. Just just the the stuff they consider permanent, like the guns, the hardware. What? But consumable stuff like the credits and that stuff is gone. Oh. If you use it, if you transfer it to your inventory for one game, no other playthrough will have that. Hasn't been this.
0: This game has been a disaster from the beginning for it's, all its. Oh
1: yeah, remember with that, the original pre-order scheme where yeah. they had we were going to unlock all these yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah, So all this stuff. So if you start a new game of this after already using it once, it's gone. It's gone and they've already said like the the developer said like yes this is this is how it works it was it's not a, it's not a bug that's how it works and it's the, the wording was something like this is a first party decision which to me sounds like square made us do that or does it mean like the platform holders made them do that no cuz there's too many different platforms a first yeah. party decision makes makes it sound to me like square wants to sell you microtransaction bubbles wow. of this shit and that well, is why we it shouldn't be it that big of, of a
0: surprise. <laughs> no,
1: but I'm saying like the fact that that is not renewable for a new That's playthrough insane. is, cr- and I, you don't need any of it to to get through the game. I mean, it's all bonus. I mean, yeah. it's, it's you don't need any of it at all. The game is more than generous with you know money and praxis upgrades and and ammo and all you know, and anything you don't have you can craft. I yeah. mean, it's not like anything in that pre-order bonus is n- necessary to play the game, but it's just so. Cheap, it like it's—it's really it's just such a—it just—it's dirty. It, like it feels dirty. dirty to me. And what—what
0: what do you think of the story? I like
1: it. I mean, it's—it's it's direct continuation of the last continuation. Game. They even show um, you a synopsis
0: of the last game. But for
1: something good. that's been made over the last three years, it's shockingly current.
0: Man, it's mind blowing. Like
1: yeah, it's 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 like current up to like the last like four months. Last few months, yeah, and like not <laughs> even just like the Ogs Lives Matter, Lives Matter bullshit, which is crazy. All which on is its like own. yeah, crazy in the sense that like not really the time. Do you think list. that they
0: slipped that in last minute? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, no, no question. I mean, well, I mean the, the the Black Lives Matter thing has been around for three years now, so it's not like they needed.
0: Oh, it has. I was oh, yeah.
1: That. It was founded, founded in 2013 and came to prominence in summer 2014 with the Ferguson stuff. Right. Um, so it's been around long enough for them to have known, but for it to be a big hot button current event, which I think has happened in a, you know, mainly in the last year and a half. Yeah. I mean, it was known, but it hasn't been something that is mentioned in every political speech right. until like the last year or so. Like, yeah, they're, they were probably working up to the wire on that. I don't know if that's a wise choice because while it is believable, like, let's say. I think it's a terrible choice. Well, well, I mean, first off, uh, that's a lot of shit is apparently going to happen in the next thirteen years. Yeah. (laughs) Because like this takes place in 2029. (laughs) Right. Right. And I'm like, like full body cyborg replacement in the next. I mean, that's that's more than the iPhone coming out. I don't know if
0: you saw some of the promotional stuff they put out for this game. Like, there's a little girl that has like a cyborg arm. Like
1: the the jump. The jump to me is um, in, in terms of that tech is the leap to the idea of people replacing limbs right, right not someone who has who has lost a limb or born without it or is like you know came back from a war without like it say, cut my good yeah. leg cut off. cut my arm off and give me the thing that the can shoot the tasers one. out right, of it like right. yeah that's that's that i've won, I, that's going to be an interesting bridge to yeah. cross yeah um but i can if that kind of divide happened i can totally see OG, Ogs lives matter being the slogan they adopt because oh, yeah. of the Black, Black Lives, lives matter, matter for sure. Su- the, uh, the well, I think X Lives Matter will be probably I be think something that will, yeah, that'll yeah, go yeah. on for a for long sure. time. Yeah, but I don't know if that was a good call to use in a game while this is still going on. Yeah, I think it's really you know? insensitive. Very, very believable, but um, it's like I don't know. I and I don't like to say this, but it's like I feel like it would almost be have been more acceptable in like a in like a book than in like a video game. You know, I don't know if video games are respected enough or trusted enough to treat that kind of thing with respect. Um, It's also a bit of a weird comparison because like the reason all this shit is happening in Deus Ex is because at the end of the last game the guy up in the Arctic like caused like all people with AUGs to go crazy and those people we find out in this game killed 50 million people
2: yeah <laughs> uh yeah like
1: there's there's no comparison here yeah uh in terms of like terrorist attacks or police injustice like there's nothing to compare that to no. in you know like well there's also- the idea that suddenly 50 million people also think about okay so say everybody with aug- and i think you go into this but it's like everyone with augs goes crazy and kills the people near them most of those people are going to be in their houses or near their loved ones or their friends or their co-workers. These people murdered their families. Oh, yeah. and like, no one came out of this, okay? Yeah. That is a that is a societally traumatic event that would take forever. I mean, well, this I mean, is only supposed to be two years the, later. The
0: sub, one of the subplots of the whole game is how, you know, once the world goes og... Right. Other people have the ability to control the OGS. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of the subplot of the whole thing. Yeah, everybody like,
1: becomes a weapon for for someone else. The Illuminati. To use. They actually yeah, and, Like one of the
0: shot one of the shots early on shows one of the OGS killing himself, like right. shooting himself in the head, like being controlled by somebody else somewhere. Yeah, which so, is, which
1: was like you know became a thing in the first like that's the that's the first section of the first game. I think is uh, Jensen runs across that guy who's like it was the the anti Og group but their hacker is an AUG right. who then shoots himself and it turns out he's being controlled by somebody else right. and like the idea that you know augs can be controlled by outside forces becomes a whole concern because these are, they're basically. basically superheroes that are weaponized you know, superhumans yeah. that can be weaponized by anyone and then there's more of that in this game where like you know Jensen's got all these you know cuz you have to have new abilities in the new game right. and the way they explain the new abilities is like oh someone installed a whole bunch of crazy experimental shit in your body and like we don't know and it's like and he's you know he doesn't he didn't know that was there there was no way to tell but somebody had done and it's like it's that kind of body horror of like you don't have control over your own body because you know everyone kind of you know every human body is sort of the same uh, very basic level but now what now you know everyone's like looking at adam jensen and going like i've never seen stuff like this you know everyone you don't know what's under that code anymore right well also it's the the ultimate concealed carry part
0: of our society in particular is having your rights over your own body right and i mean it, it kind of goes to that whole abortion thing and then there's like the whole like the faction that wants mm-hmm. to deport all the OGS, and mm-hmm. that has a little bit of like the whole trump undertone well, to then it. You like, al- well
1: and you've also got um uh, kind of a second amendment thing happening too, yeah, because it's right. like you know li- now you're literally talking about the right <laughs> to bear arms right because <laughs> the gun is in your arm
0: you're gu- the gun is your arm yeah yeah
1: And then I I thought initially it was weird that And
0: despite all of this stuff that's so relevant to what's happening now, I still find myself completely disinterested in the story.
1: Like, the world is way more interesting than the actual narrative that Adam Jensen is going
0: through. Yeah, the people are just so boring and, like, cardboard. Like, I just don't care about any Mm -hmm. of them. And that's, like, the first thing you need to do with a story for anything is make the reader, the viewer... Care about the players, mm. and like this game starts, and it's just like you're. There's like fifty people that are introduced in like the first like twenty mm. minutes. You're like, who the hell are all these people? Yeah. And that's after you watched like a fifteen minute synopsis of what happened in the last game, where you're introduced to another fifty people. It's just and like then a whole briefing section. Yeah, it's just and then you're dropped.
1: Much. You're dropped in like it, the the tutorial like mission at the very beginning. Like, it's on one hand, like it kind of shows you what all it shows you all the cards right. to some degree. But it also, like, it's such, it's like the most generic infiltration, like, you know, special so operation you can imagine. And it drops you on the, on the roof of this, this construction site in Dubai, which is supposed to be like their big, like, oh, look how pretty the game is. But the part of the problem is, like, the, I mean, the water's great, the dis- draw distance is great, the, 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 everything, you know, you're high up, everything's blowing around, like, there's physics everywhere. Oh, crazy there's sandstorm. It, happens, you know, a, yeah. the sandstorm's great. But you're dropped on this roof, and you look out, and one of the big things that's happening that like, makes this... There's hundreds and hundreds of seagulls. Yeah. And these are the worst seagull they models are, yeah. and animations I have seen since probably PlayStation 2. Yeah. I don't... They are... Every, they're all flapping their wings at the exact same rate, and the bodies don't move at all. They just sort of, like, you know, it's sort so of... bad. Like, move on a straight line through the air, and it's just... it's It's... The whole game kind of has this weird, like... It looks great if you look at it, and then if you start to look a little closer, you're like, wait, what is that? Why is that? Why is, why is everyone's skin look look like it's kind of dirty? Yeah,
0: it's like when people tell me, oh, you don't look a day over 30, and then I'm like, look a little closer. (laughs) Lean in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And
1: it's like, uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, that's
0: nitpicking, but... um... Yeah, yeah. But I think overall the game looks great. I'm playing the PlayStation 4 version. There is pretty significant screen tearing. But otherwise, it's definitely mm. in that top tier Yeah, like of said, PlayStation 4 Like I said, this games. is the
1: first game to really push my Titan X setup. I mean, um, look, it's not it's... Uncharted
0: 4. It doesn't no. quite get into that area. No. But... And
1: it still kind of suffers from... Uh, they work a little too hard to make you feel like you're in someone's head, I think. There's yeah. a lot of, like... you know, like... Well, the,
0: his narration is constant. I well, mean, no, I mean,
1: like, in terms of, like, the camera presentation, yeah. where, like... You know, there's oh, yeah, a, it does the
0: whole spin around spinner. in the back of the head. No, I
1: mean like when you're actually playing the game, like you know, there's a, there's kind of a, a an uncomfortable like artificial excel- overlay, over no acceleration to how you turn and like when you're oh when the you, aiming in this game when is you terrible. climb and when you jump down from things, there's a very exaggerated camera shake, like you know, like I do show hand your movement. hands coming down. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like to me like. To me, that just sort of makes me annoyed. Like, it yeah. just sort of, like, I'm like, just let me play. Like, the, like, I know it's not realistic to have the camera be steady and moving around all the time with, like, no head bob. Yeah. But, like, I think this game goes too far in the other direction.
0: I have problems problem aiming. I and the, like it's uh, way too jerky. Well, part of that it's, is you, getting you're, used expect, to it, but.
1: you're expected to upgrade the, the, the right. gunplay thing, which does help. But, like, you start out very shaky. Because the thing is, the game, another Metroid comparison... It does the, the Samus thing where he starts out pretty well upgraded and then loses very early all, on he loses everything. And then you have to earn it and all, all back. Of a, It's like all of a sudden you can't do anything. Yeah. Like you, because for some reason I guess you need software programming to have your bionic legs jump higher. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's like It feels like maybe your legs should just work or not work. Yeah. Okay, sure, we'll go with that. It's new firmware, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> can change the experience completely. <laughs> it's like how they upgraded the firmware on my Vive and now my Vive can uh, weld.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, I am enjoying this game Yeah, um, I'm having a good time with it I've just kind of let the story Go in mm. one ear and out the other I don't I f- really care what's going on with it's- the characters that much But the gameplay, the emergent Moment mm-hmm. to moment gameplay to me yeah. Is worth the cost of the game
1: Well I think like Similar to kind of, you know, Fallout Or, or Skyrim Uh the story, the main story isn't particularly grabbing me but like the side quests are great and there's lots lot
0: of, of really cool little yeah. easter eggs and nods and like, in this game and
1: finding like the little th- doing it, like just exploring and finding little um you know it's the opposite of no man's sky it's like exploring and finding little things that they place one of my favorites was uh, there's an art gallery very near where your first apartment is and and if you go down in the in the basement uh, there's like a little stage, stage for the play yeah. and if you look at the at the the ebooks they're doing um, the play called uh, 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 Rossum's Industrial Robots uh-huh. which is a 1920 Czech play um, by a guy named Carl I can't remember his last name but that play is about uh, robots about you know this guy makes all these robots which are actually biological like replicants and later on but he builds them yeah, they're yeah. biological people but he builds them and they're basically meant to be uh, slaves they're meant to be workers and there's a big revolution and they kill all the humans yeah it's and it's the it's the play the, that's where the word robot comes from because that's the Czech word for worker which comes from their word for slave
0: and this is happening in Prague which and is this the is Czech that's, that's lot, why it's yeah, in Prague yeah. You because
1: know, one part of one of my early criticisms I was like I feel like Prague I've been to Prague I know people from Prague I know Czech people they don't do the segregated, yeah, <laughs> kill them all, ghettoize. The, they don't really, like that's Prague no. doesn't really roll like that. But because Prague is the birthplace of the modern idea of the robot, I think that's why they've set it there. And like yeah, that little it. that little nod was like, oh, that's such a cool like little thing. You no, know, I agree I, with you though. So like the little,
0: that. the detail in the game is incredible. Yeah, which I think makes like the bigger overarching story all the more <laughs> disappointing. It's like. It is more interesting to talk to the little mm-hmm. NPCs and side characters and do the side quests than it is to go through the main quest. Yeah, I'll, I'll but say this. The gameplay is so fun yeah. that I'll, I'll, I'll struggle through it. Yeah, the like, gameplay
1: in the world is way more interesting than who I, like, I, who I am. I like game. the
0: gameplay in the world in this way more than Fallout 4.
1: Yeah, I like it way more than the first game. Yeah. I think it feels much more organic. as It does.
0: It's still very similar, though. It's similar,
1: but like... I, I mean,
0: if you did not... Here's what I would say. Could, if you, you did not like Human Revolution, more. you will not
1: like this No, game. but this is this is that, but more so. Yeah. And I think the expansion of the size of the areas and the organic feel of the areas makes it... Because, like, Human Revolution, while I liked it, it felt smaller and more... Oh, yeah linear and inter- even i mean there were different vents to go through but you're still kind of get- this one, oh, this there's world's places like getting yeah dude. it's, it's like, crazy
0: <laughs> it really is almost crazy.
1: like it, re- it reminds me it's its like it was like playing uh doom this year where it's like oh this is what first person shooter levels used to be like yeah, with all yeah. the all the recursive tunnels yeah. and everything and this one this I reminds mean, it's, it's me more of, of an old school yeah but like, it, remi- it reminds me of, like if you like the old sort of system shock thing i think these levels are more like that than any of, the, of that genre, sort of subgenre's um, successors have gotten so yep. far.
0: And it does the Deus Ex name proud. Yeah. It's I, I will totally say this: Deus Ex.
1: Um, if they do a third one, and I suspect they will, um, we'll see. Get, get a new protagonist. Yeah. Like I think Adam Jensen is done. And I don't know, maybe he, I don't know if he dies in the end of this or whatever happens. But yeah, like, I haven't finished it. So I'm I don't not know. finished, so I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe it's, maybe they will by default. I don't know. I hope so too, man. He but just, I think he just he doesn't, he doesn't do anything for me fit, in the last game, and he no. doesn't do anything for me in this one. He doesn't fit the world. He feels kind of archaic, and also, like, he just, he's so out of place in the, and it's, like, there's, it's like, and you know, everyone's like acting very, fairly naturalistic and talking about things, and he's sitting there doing his solid snake impression, and it's like, Dude, you're in a world where, like, people who are augmented, especially very visibly like you are, are not trusted and, and, you know, maybe don't have the same facial hair as the devil. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And, like, I mean, it's hard enough to trust a guy who has his sunglasses built into his face. Yeah. He's like, he's he's running around wearing trench coats with paisley shoulders, like, some kind of, like, weird... Goth who could only make his clothing out of his grandma's furniture and like, with with the, with the shades on on all, all the all times indoors. Uh, like you know, even though I'm like, dude, they're on your face. You can take them off. In I mean, just you know. yeah. And where do they go? I don't, I don't know. know. Do they go in his head? They go Does up they, to his eyebrows. I don't, I don't even know. know. They, they go sideways. They, they come just out, kind go, of pss- just yeah. Z- and like, zip in so and like out. Do they deconstruct little frames
0: like? Yeah, they do they fold deconstruct? Or the... Do they do know. they
1: like go inside? Because he sleeps with the. I mean, obviously <laughs> these things don't come off. Yeah, they're
0: permanently. So like... he's just he
1: just sleeps like. That. Can you imagine rolling over it on that in the, <laughs> in the in the middle of night?
0: <laughs> if we really try to break it down. It yeah. gets more and more absurd the deeper down the hole you go. But what but... I'm
1: saying is, like, I feel like you could make an interesting protagonist in this world could, that is definitely. not quite some. I mean, he just feels like he's from a previous gaming generation, and I don't just mean last generation. Right. I mean, like. Adam Jensen feels like he sort of stepped out of around the same era as the original Deus Ex, like, 99, yep. 98. Which and...
0: some fans of
1: the series may appreciate. Sure. But I, I don't personally. I don't it. think Deus Ex really has to be a, a, you know, a sunglassed, trench-coated, you know, gravelly voiced like, emotionless badass.
0: Well, I also feel like this guy tries to have a gravelly voice, but he really doesn't. Yeah, he
1: doesn't. Well, yeah, he's kind
0: of... He's kind of soft-spoken. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's
1: also sort of running into, like, later Metal Gear Solid David Hayter problem where yeah. like David Hayter seemed to kind of lose the ability to do the voice properly. Right,
0: because he was trying to do it so bad he overdid it. Right. And he just couldn't nail it anymore.
1: And like this guy, well, he's not bad at all, yeah. like for the most part. There's, there's certain line deliveries where I'm just like... Mm. Well, he
0: like trails off. And sometimes it's hard for me to like hear him. Like The
1: sound mix is weird on yeah. this one. I've, I've had to turn it way up, and I turned the, had to turn the music down a little bit, yeah, actually, because the sound mix is very hard to hear, and, and it's mainly him. Like, the early on, you have a, you can have a phone conver- like a tele screen phone conversation with uh, David Sarif from the first game, the guy in the gold yeah. shirt. And I could hear Sarif fine, but every time because uh, uh, it, it was playing music to accompany you know talking to your old boss kind of right, thing. Right, And when he would he would talk and it'd be fine, and then Adam would reply, and I couldn't hear a damn thing Adam was saying. So I I, I, yeah. I, I turned it way up, and after that cutscene, I brought the music down and the voices up and. It's better, but, like, he is still mixed very low. I know this is very nitpicky and meta, but, like... (laughs)
0: It's just, That's a problem, it, though. You want to be able to hear what the Right, but it's also, it's also
1: like, it, this, this is an ongoing thing, I think, is going to happen, where, whereas games get more and more, production value-wise, become more and more high-level. I mean, this thing is amazing-looking. Like, when you just look at it on a macro level, this thing is incredible, so of course yeah. I'm going to notice these weird little things, the fact that the mouths don't work right. That's the way it is, though. When everything the looks fact, so good, yeah. you
0: notice, like, the little anomalies the, and even more.
1: The fact that, you know, we finally, this generation, have hit a point where people's clothing are not necessarily part of their character model, so when someone turns, it's actually like move independently, yeah, their coat doesn't and, yeah. stretch like their body does, right. and it kind of moves independently, and that's great. But now I'm noticing that the people with the bionic arms who are not a main character, their their bionic arms bend and stretch the way a normal right. human arm does, and I'm like, yeah. that that's not... <laughs> we're walking down Uncanny Valley. It, it'll, it'll, and that's also kind of the uh, you know the the great lesson of video games is like it can always be better it definitely can it'll always keep going up
0: matt would you recommend this game for a purchase
1: yes if if you like the last one um or dishonored uh because he does get a very dishonored style ability he does um i would say yes if if it's you know they don't really make these kinds of games that often they don't so uh if this is something that you're into uh without hesitation i would say buy it um Maybe not the season pass. Wait and see on that. Because I don't it, buy any season it, well, passes. Well, especially because it looks like it looks like the, looks like the content for the season passes on this is going to be uh, standalone stories yeah. that you just play separately, and I don't find that particularly interesting. Really, I, I'm more interested in games that kind of incorporate it. So, um, but but on the plus side, that means that you lose nothing by waiting to see what they are. Yeah. Because you're not going to like miss out. and even. The first one, when you, if you go to select it in the extras thing or whatever, or, or uh, JC's stories, I think it's called, or uh, um, or Jensen's stories, uh, it it actually warns you like this thing this takes place during the game and it could spoil some things, so maybe you should play the game first. Right. So yeah. uh, I wouldn't worry about the DLC, just just play the main game.
0: I recommend this game to uh, anyone who likes open world action mm. RPGs. Um, even if you're not into stealth, you can totally play this game like a shooter if you want to. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I think I, it's more challenging if you try to play it as a shooter, though, because it is. if you play it on the default <laughs> difficulty it setting, as well, it one is hard to aim, but two, it doesn't take that much to die. No,
1: you die real fast. And the
0: other prop part too is that the checkpoint system isn't all that generous. Like, mm. I before I learned that I needed to like manually save pretty regularly. Like the first time I died, I was like, oh crap! Like I got taken back like a good mm. ways to like. Something I didn't even realize was a checkpoint. So, uh, but otherwise, like I'm having a blast with this game. If you if you're the type of person who has like your game eval ratings and have the story cranked all the way up, I would probably stay away from it. Even though the kind um, of the unless, side stuff is pretty yeah. engaging,
1: unless you can you know unless like say Fallout Three, you hated the main story, but you really enjoyed it because you got to look through buildings and sort of piece together what happened in those. you know, yeah, the environmental sort of storytelling. There cool There's a lot like of stuff like that in this game. Yeah. that's really good. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like most people know if they're going to like this game or yeah. not just from you know, past, it's, not, it's not really an, an unknown But all I can say is that it is Human Revolution But far more so And I would say better in every way And, I, and it, I like Human Revolution Yeah, yeah, me too
0: The other thing I would say too is that it's not A game where you're not getting what you think you're getting so with oh, all yeah. like the uproar yeah. over No Man's Sky and like saying, well, was this oh, yeah. stuff supposed to be in there? Or was it not? This is exactly what you this thought. This is what exactly it was. what you thought it was, <laughs> was going to be. So I guess that's the best way to describe yeah. it. Uh, I definitely recommend yeah. it if you like. Although if you it are going to
1: buy it on PC, uh, have a have a rig, man. This thing yeah. is a beast. It's the first.
0: Rig, or first game to bring his rig yeah. down
1: I had, it was um, Dual Titan X's yeah. so, so I could get it, and part of that is because it doesn't support DirectX 12 and I think yeah. they have some Optimization to go, but I I can run it, I had to do some experimenting But I had to, I can run it at 1440p, 60 frames a second Everything set to ultra Except contact shadows, I had to turn that Down from ultra to on yeah. So and that saves me like forty frames a second. I mean Matt, that by is the way, whatever no, that is.
0: Nobody huge. watching this has a rig
1: like yours. This, I don't so think, you try you to give
0: them chips? it. Like, no, they're have, just like whatever, you, bro. I can't like, even run no, no, it no no, like. no, 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 no. <laughs> if you have like a
1: 1080 or a 1070, you can run it like that too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. There, 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 there are cards better than mine now, and people have them. The Pascal it,
0: card. They just yeah, yeah.
1: Like the, this is this is not a crazy level of power really anymore. How about that? All right, th- I mean, it is a crazy level of power, but like there are a lot more people that can match up to that, and I think some of them are probably on this site. Yep. Because so, we're enthusiasts. Well, here's
0: the first question. Segues nicely for our uh, Q and A from Mr. 60, Matt. Do you have any advice for a first-time rig builder in terms of what to stay clear of or other recommendations?
1: Uh, have Morgan Webb help you build it. <laughs> That's what I did. Well, I think um, everybody
0: would like yeah. to have Morgan build a PC with right? us. Um,
1: here's the main. Here's the main thing. Um, uh, I mean, get what I mean. Get whatever you want. PC Parts Picker is your site of choice. Uh, it works within your budget. It'll make sure everything's compatible. It'll find you the best deals. It'll find you the best shipping. Uh, so, PCPartsPicker.com is is you know where you start. When it comes time to put them together, you're building it from scratch, uh, here's the thing. Um, And this happened when my girlfriend uh, built her PC, and we forgot this lesson when we when she put her her new one together recently. Um, You have to put like a mount, like a bracing bracket on the back of the the underside of the motherboard to support the fan on the CPU. And if you forget that and put this put the motherboard in the case before you do that. You have to take the motherboard, take the whole thing apart and do it again, yeah. so the first thing you do is open your fan, your CPU fan, and figure out you know what bracing thing needs to be on the bottom of the motherboard and get that in place, then put the motherboard in the in the pc case because we did that by, backwards with my girlfriend 's pc and we had to take the whole thing apart and do it all over again yeah. and I remember after that had happened, I remembered. That was the first thing Morgan said when she when we started. She's like, okay, first thing we have to put this thing on the back of the motherboard because I didn't do that when she built her PC before that and we had to take both of it. So that's my main advice is um, put the, the, the CPU fan bracer thing on the back of the motherboard before you install the motherboard in the PC. Um, everything else is pretty much just plug and play. Like yeah. every it's, it's so much it's easier now than it used to be. The uh, other thing
0: I would say is always think about cable routing. Yeah. Where are your cables going to go? Because mm-hmm. you're snapping everything together. It is really easy. Like it doesn't take much expertise to build a rig now, but what you'll find is if you just go snapping things together, some cables may not be long enough to reach mm-hmm. where they need to go, or they might get in the way, or if you're trying to install a big graphics card. I mean, they take up so much space yeah. now. You have to consider that. So try to route your cables in a way that they all kind of come together and kind of snake down one side of your rig. And in mm-hmm. some cases now have, like, channels just for you channels to actually stuff. route your cables And through.
1: also I recommend, like, you know, the little plastic tie Ties. things yeah. to just, you know, like once you get it in place, once you get everything. And it, even if, you know, it's useful just, okay, I've got all this stuff wired up. Okay, you're off to the side. I don't need to, you know, it, it's yeah. easy for installing further things after that. Just try to keep it neat, basically. Yeah. And, and it, for God's sake, don't forget to plug, you know, the power connections you know that's kind of the final step yeah. is plugging all the little things into the power you know which can be a little the confusing, on it can your be confusing graphics but card. remember google is your friend yeah. and i you know just youtube they'll oh, show yeah. you how to do everything someone has done this whatever whatever yeah. you are trying to put together in whatever configuration whatever it is someone made a youtube video of it i guarantee you it's i out would there. just
0: search for the model number of your motherboard yeah. and you'll yeah. find somebody who literally has that exact motherboard and probably very similar components that you bought and you can just watch them put the whole thing together yep. right in front of you. Yep. We, SSD drive for your uh, operating system. Another yes. Thing I'd recommend SSD Spend for the, the operating extra system. cash for your OS. Get a, You know, get
1: a giant. You know, 7500 RPM for your main drive. But like SSD is great for. You know, we want to put Windows on that, and you want to yeah. put. Um, sometimes it helps you. I have The Witcher 3 on that, and it does run faster. Oh yeah. It, it, but for
0: your OS, it is worth every penny yeah. to put it on an SSD instead of a regular drive. Um. That's it. Basically, I yeah.
1: mean, have fun. Yeah, it's, it, it, fun. It, it's fun, and uh, once you get it all together and like you boot it up for the first time, it's it all the sweat and anger is worth it. Yep. And until it breaks the yeah. next time. <laughs> PC gaming. All right, this next one's from
0: Cadaz. I love that name. Uh, with with Sony announcing its own press conference in September and EA revealing more about Mass Effect in November, have we reached a point where gaming is mainstream enough for publishers to forego E3 completely? It's hard for a business to justify the cost of that kind of floor space when they can generate the same hype themselves. No. No. <laughs> not that is, yet. That, is, that is not remotely the same hype. <laughs> well there was a question on in Pactor Factor this week about, you know, or actually it was last week, why gaming hasn't gone more mainstream. And you made a very clear point. It's like, you know, your mom knows who mm-hmm. Brad Pitt is and he know he she knows that he got a tattoo or whatever. It
1: will be mainstream when we are grandparent Right. Age, Does basically. she know who
0: Sean Murray is? No. Nope. <laughs> she, <laughs> my wife doesn't know who Sean Murray is. So, yeah, gaming still has a long way to go before it's mainstream. Now, mainstream enough so that E3 is irrelevant? No.
1: No. Not, not for a lot. And also, like, even if E3 is no longer the media, like, you know, press conference circus that we think of it as, E3 will still exist. E3 will be the business conference where all those deals and all those negotiations are made. It just won't be anything that enthusiasts care about anymore. Yeah. You know that, that conference will always happen. The question will be, does it remain this crazy, glitzy, loud rock concert expo? Right. And that is what might change.
0: Yep. I think there's going to continue to be more fan-oriented events. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like That's kind of where it's heading. But you're talking here about the crown jewel
1: of E3. It's just too convenient for all the things that can happen in that one week... Business-wise, finance-wise, marketing-wise, I mean, it's, it's, it's still the the biggest stone to kill the most birds with.
0: Yeah, people don't realize that behind the scenes at E3, there's all this other stuff that goes on. And this is something that, like, no YouTuber is ever going to change. Like, this is where deals get done. Like, where they sign, publishers sign new games. It's where developers find publishers for their indie games. It's where people meet to bring new developers onto their teams. There's all this stuff that's going on underneath the surface that you never see. Mm-hmm. That even if that were the last thing to exist, E3 would still be something worth going to. So, uh, here's the next one from Sore Fear. What game podcast do you guys really enjoy? And what non-game podcast do you guys really enjoy? I love Game Face. Thank you, Sore Fear.
1: I don't really listen to too many gaming podcasts. No, um, unless like. Jim Sterling's videos count. No. No. I don't, I'm don't. i not a podcast person, no. really. Uh, non-gaming, I listen to, like, hardcore history sometimes. Like, history and, like, astronomy-related, which I mainly use as sort of background noise while I'm doing other things. I think that's what most um, people use podcasts for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, But I just don't... Like, a lot of the thing with, like, a gaming podcast thing is, like, most of the prominent gaming podcast stuff, like, if I want to know what those guys think about games, I'll text them. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> Like or, it's, it's re, just, or I've about heard it already. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, of course I know what Patrick Klepek thinks about whatever this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is just like, you know, a lot of the popular ones kind of seem to mostly be about things that aren't gaming. Like yeah. They don't stay on topic much, and that doesn't interest me as much. So, I don't know. There might be some out there that I'm missing that I don't know about, and I'm just you know missing the time of my life. But it's just, just not something I really do. If I have if I have time to listen or watch something, I'm going to watch a movie. Yeah.
0: I have to listen to gaming podcasts all the time. And look, before we curate a gaming podcast at Sifted, I do not sit and listen to the whole thing. (laughs) It's impossible. Because what I found is that a lot of the podcasts and video casts are starting to extend their length to like ours now. Mm -hmm. Like when Sifted first launched, like every podcast was an hour, pretty Mm -hmm. much. And now they're all starting to stretch out to be two hours and even three hours in some cases. So there's no way I could listen to them all. Put them on eight times speed. Yeah, exactly. Like someone said about our podcast one time. um, As far as the ones that I like, it's tough because one thing I would say, too, about other podcasts is that, like, people don't get very passionate. Mm -hmm. Like, they kind of just sit there and they talk about things, but they – it's almost like they're just repeating press releases instead of actually, like, getting passionate and sharing opinions about things. Um, so it's kind of hard. Really? Every- yeah.
1: Seriously. I am like, way out of the game podcast loop, I guess. Yeah, like watch know. them or
0: listen to them. And, like, they're just kind of sit there and just repeat what was already in the story that to- they're talking about. Everyone goes, yeah, yeah. It's like I never see, like, heated debate on any podcast or video cast except for this one. Like, never. Everyone just kind of sits was, like, and the says their opinion. Everyone just agrees with each other. It's really weird. Um... Discourse is dead like, I mean one thing out. I would say I think I like the kind of funny Guys because at least they have Opinions that go against the grain mm. Like I honestly feel like A lot of the gaming video Casts and podcasts all they're Doing is just saying what people want to hear So that they get fans And people love them And I mean it could be argued That that's how kind of funny Got to where it was with Greg is that You know he was kind of like the guy who is in the corner of the fans with PlayStation stuff. But what I've noticed is that once they built their audience and kind of left and did kind of funny, those guys do kind of go at each other a little bit. And it's not that much, but at least it's a little. Like, I just feel like too many gaming podcasts are too vanilla and uninteresting, to be honest with you. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, As far as non-gaming podcasts, I listen to... Right now I'm listening to, like, a ton of fantasy football podcasts because the season's coming up. And usually, I spend a lot of time researching. But since I've launched Sifted, like I just don't have time to do it. So, kind of like with Matt, it just plays in the background. Um, other than that, I've listen- listened
1: to a lot of astronomy podcast stuff. Playing No Man's Sky, I like, bet that's, that what makes I, sense. that's what I do. I turn it down and I just <laughs> listen to like Neil deGrasse Tyson do like Star Talk or something. Yeah,
0: and I listen to Joe Rogan's uh, podcast because he covers a wide swath of topics. He has interesting people that come in. He gets really good. Uh, interview subjects that come in on his show and uh, he's not afraid to piss people off and go against the grain a little bit and I think a lot of times that's what makes an interesting podcast so that's me. Uh, Here's one from Francis Alex. Sony appears to be hitting with copyright strikes all the YouTubers that talked about the PS4 Slim after it leaked. Why do you think they're doing this? Isn't it easier to say nothing and just wait until it's officially announced on September 7th or maybe even announce it already ahead of this event?
1: I'm I don't know. It's
0: a very, it makes very, no very, very sense. good question. It makes no sense that Sony's doing this. I don't know why you it's You can't doing put this. the genie back
1: in the bottle. You, um, nope.
0: You can't put the genie back in the bottle, one. Two, they have no right to tell people yeah. to take this stuff down. This was not something that Sony gave these guys. These guys scooped it and got it. And like, they have no leverage and no legal right to tell any of these people to take this stuff down. What they're doing is they're using their leverage to say, well, If you ever want to work with us again, you better take that down now or we're going to cut you out of all our code and all our events. And of course, these YouTube people are petrified by that. And so they just fold and take the video down. So that's what's happening. Sony is flexing its muscles and being like, look, we're the gatekeeper. And if you don't do what we tell you
1: then we're not gonna let you in the gate.
0: That's pretty much what it comes down to.
1: It's Which dirty. by the way is exactly what people used to complain about the press doing. Exactly. Yeah. But now the YouTubers are doing the same thing, so yep. what's the difference. They all this
0: petrifies them to think they'd be cut off by Sony. It, but it's it like does. but that's
1: the thing is like, you know, in the end, all press, all the YouTubes, all that stuff is just an extension of the PR arm. Yeah. Marketing arm. Well if you play their game yeah.
0: like the one video, the unboxing video, they took it down, but I had snagged it before they took it down and I posted it on sifted. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I The only way around
1: that is just buy the game, play it, and review it yourself.
0: Sony has no hold on Sifted at all. Like, they are one of the publishers who has not given us code, doesn't give us hardware, nothing. They have completely blown us off. People that I worked with for 20 years just acted like we don't exist. So, apparently we're not big enough for them. They don't want to work with us. But the good news is, is that they have no leverage at all. They can't tell us to do anything. They don't pay for any ads on Sifted. They don't give us anything. They do nothing for us. And so they're helpless. Like, we've become kind of the the man of steel against Sony because... And even if they did, we wouldn't care. No, we really wouldn't. <laughs> we we're, really wouldn't. We're jerks that way. So. It's not even about being a jerk. It's just that Sony puts out so few games. And, like, I don't really care about going to his press conference anymore. I've gone to it, like, a million times. I know what happens at those things. I know that what we would get out of it, it does no good to our yeah. website. So...
1: And the stream is a better seat anyway.
0: Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, they have no effect over us. But that's the beauty of being an independent game site. That's what people aren't getting. Like, it bothers me that some people don't want to support Sifted. It's like, you don't understand what we could do if Mm -hmm. this site became huge. It's like, we could completely turn everything upside down. Like, we could, but for whatever reason... It is what it is. Uh, Here's one from Royden. Is there any way you guys could convince Adam Sessler to do a show for the site like the pack? (laughs)
1: Uh, I could ask him. I Um, I
0: don't want to say too much here on the show, but I did talk to Adam at E3 about something along those lines. He's got another project in the works that may or may not be preventing something like that from happening he's trying to figure it out whether he could actually even do it he has a contract and he's trying to figure out whether it's even possible for him so don't think it's something that i haven't thought about trust Mm -hmm. me i've been thinking about it for a long time and i brought it up with
1: adam at e3 face to face and he was seems interested in it but adam's always interested in kind of like a Sessler soapbox sort of thing right um i think that would be a feasible thing if the contractual obligations could be straightened out but I'm working on things behind the scenes,
0: people, but I can't tell you everything that we're working on, and uh, a lot of times yeah. when I talk to people, I can't tell you that I'm even talking... I probably shouldn't even have said that I've talked to Adam about this, to be honest with you. I probably shouldn't have said that, but...
1: Well, luckily, we're not live, so.
0: But I think people <laughs> wonder sometimes, what the hell is Shane doing trying to get new shows on the site? Right, scene. but I
1: mean, just because... You know, it's, it's like that common thing where it's like, just because you haven't heard a, a, a media company or whatever talk about something doesn't mean they didn't think of it. Exactly. There's, there's stuff... There's stuff happening. And Adam's not the only one that I'm
0: talking to, by the way. So, But, yeah. I'm working on it. We'll see how it goes. We would certainly bend over backwards to make something happen with Adam. Um, you know, We love him as a friend before anything else. And we know he's great, and we know that you guys love him, too. So we'd love to make something happen with him. Um, MG Noxa, or is it MG Nova? I think maybe I mistyped that one. My apologies. Um, are games that a story mode relevant in Game of the Year discussions? Overwatch is my favorite game of the year, but I get the feeling that most sites will give out their awards to the games that had campaign full of epic set pieces and emotional
1: moments instead of a game that is just fun. I mean, you're, you're not wrong in what you said there about game of the year things at the you know with various sites at the end of the year. But uh, yeah, you don't need a story mode to be game of the year. I would say. No, uh uh Your hell, your game of the well, remember your game of the year was Battlefield Two that one year. Yeah. But oh, and that reminds me. Um, from the No Man's Sky episode, uh, if you thought that argument was like some kind of knockdown, dragout like fight, you wouldn't last five minutes in some of the game of year meetings I've been in. Yeah, oh wouldn't. my God, people! <laughs> like things were, have been thrown. Yeah. Like I'm, I mean, it is. It is. I'm not kidding. Like it was. Uh, and I, what made me think of that was the the meeting about the game of the year that year where yeah. you you won a battlefield two and like nobody else did. Yeah. And it's it got nasty. Yeah. It got it got down and dirty it does sometimes and um you all you know you all come out of it fine it's you know this and it's something to laugh about now but no that that thing on that no man's sky episode that was like that was like a six out of ten yeah. maybe like, that, people don't like, get it and you want know you want to know why they don't get it
0: is because every other freaking podcast and video cast is so <laughs> vanilla they're all afraid see that's the thing they're all afraid that if they come off that way on camera, they won't be able to get a job somewhere else. And mm. I've never cared about that, ever. Like, I've never been like, oh my gosh, if I get really passionate, someone's not going to hire me. Like, I've never looked at it that way. Like, I don't know. I don't, it would be boring as crap sitting and doing these shows day after day, like, just vanilla. I just... That would be impossible if I don't know how I'd do that. <laughs> certain personality, I mean, some people, all they care about is, like, rise up the ranks and getting a better job, like that's not who i am so
1: if i'm if i'm on a talking head show i'm in. A, i'm there to fight yeah. <laughs> i'm not there to fight but i want to inspire but like, that was the fun like even on, like discussion. Uh, like feedback on g4 the fun the most fun parts were like when we would all disagree on things yeah and actually my, my, my favorite g4 feedback podcast moment ever was when um god i can't remember quite what game it was but steven johnson who's a, one of the web guys a great dude uh was talking about um, we were talking about some game. that was a sci-fi kind of game, and he wasn't into it. And he's like, he's like, I just don't I don't, I don't buy all this stuff. I don't buy like, you know. He's like, I'm more into like, um, uh, like you know, fireballs or casting magic. I just, I don't buy like, you know, these spaceships and lasers and stuff. And I said, you buy magic. I said, no. I said, Steve spaceships and lasers exist you don't need to buy them they're real like no one can actually cast fireball but i can take you to the to the space center and show you a spaceship what are you talking about and like it just it just kind of like went off the rails at that point like adam's falling out of his seat abby abby's just like crying on the on the on the table it was great you know that's when the great stuff happens and at the end like, yeah, we went at it about that, but, like, we come off those chairs, and Steve was like, dude, great fight. Like, yeah, was, see, was, the just, thing is, man. when you have a debate, like, you end
0: up getting to, like, the root of what you're discussing. Right. When you just sit there and say, yeah, 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 you get to nothing. That's why I feel like a lot of those podcasts and videocasts just feel like they're just, like, repeating, like, press mm. releases. It's almost like they're just repeating the news of the week for people who may have missed it. Like, I don't know what it is. But anyway, back to your question. I would agree that if you do not have a campaign in your game, you're kind of putting yourself behind the 8-ball for Game of the Year awards because that's the 8-ball I was behind. That's the argument Mm -hmm. I had to make was, yeah, there's no campaign in Battlefield 2. But I've been playing this game for 200 hours already. And I'll probably play it for another 200. So I think
1: I think there's a very you know there's the two kind of the two sides of that coin. I think, uh, or at least that maybe the rock and the hard place you've been caught between in that regard is I think you go you have the Battlefield 2 argument on one hand, and then you have the Walking Dead season one argument on the other hand, where you know you have that like all you need is this really emotionally affecting moment to win yeah. game of the year versus being a game that you play for well, i disagree with that but. well yeah but that's what i mean when <laughs> that's what i mean you also is have like, to
0: remember that battlefield 2 was like groundbreaking
1: mm-hmm. like it, you look at it now what like, i mean oh is, every
0: shooter's that way Ground- battlefield 2 was like oh my god like what
1: i mean is like you are no stranger to disagreeing with sort of the crowd oh, when yeah, it comes yeah. to the game of the year wisdom oh
0: for sure yeah without a doubt
1: and i think that Overwatch fans are gonna run headlong into that this fall and, and that said I think overwatch, I think overwatch at this has point a has a really good yeah. shot yeah. absolutely I mean because here's the thing I'm still playing it I, yeah I play it now and then my girlfriend is like it's just prestiged for the first time and all I mean people are, are seriously into that and the other thing about it is the fandom has latched onto these characters yeah, yeah. more than the gameplay in You're some right. cases and Blizzard is putting out those CG you know videos for each character. And you know, as we see with Bastion last week, really going for the jugular in the in the emotional department. Yeah. And like, I think they are creating those connections, even though they don't have a story mode. And I don't. I think that that argument, um, you're going to be able to make that argument pretty strongly for Overwatch when the time comes. Yep. Um, so I think that's a it's a valid concern. Uh, what um, MG Noxa or MG Nova is saying. I think that's a very valid thing to bring up. Yeah, but, for sure. But That's I a think, great question. But I think Overwatch is is equipped to have that fight.
0: I think it's got a very good shot. Uh, let's see, AJ the Legend. What do you see being the first announced four K video game release, and on which console do you have a specific title that you would like to see in four K? Uh,
1: hmm. Well, I mean, I already run a bunch of stuff on four K. <laughs> yeah, you have it on PC. PC, PC. But PC. Yeah. If you're talking about console stuff. I don't think I don't think that game is announced yet. Gears of War 4. Gears of War 4 runs in 4K on, on Windows, and it looks great. I mean, great. it'll
0: run on Scorpio pro- yeah. in 4K when it comes out next year. Yeah. I mean, that's pr- and Forza Horizon 3 is already running in 4K.
1: In t- yeah, in terms of something that's, like, built for it. Have the assets and everything ready. Yeah.
0: So those will probably be, unless Sony pulls a rabbit out of his hat unless, when uh, it shows off Neo for the first time. Yeah,
1: unless Horizon Zero Dawn is, uh... One way or the other, it'll have Horizon in the title. Let's go with that. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, 4th Horizon 3. That's that's our. That's my call. I like that one. Our last question from Erebus Jones,
0: Sifted VIP. Uh, what's your favorite Sifted achievement? I don't know if you can
1: even answer that. I, uh, I guess uh, I'll steal what's probably your answer, which is back in the day, which means you were there from day one. Yeah, that's mine.
0: It's. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how many people are getting that achievement, but... Uh, it's a small group of people—the people who really believed in the idea from the beginning and uh, and bought into it and subscribed. So, yeah, those are the basically those are the
1: founding yeah. members. I don't, of also, I don't have a whole lot of achievements. I have like eight. Oh, really? Yeah. And most well, of them like are, I said. I'm like yeah. the highest level person on the site. and I only have 28. So. And most of them are for clicking on a bunch of things. You know, I, I have yeah. like you know hundreds. I think I, I think of the achievements for hundred Sony stories and a hundred stealth story. I must have been reading a lot of Metal Gear. Probably. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and a hundred, I think, is there a space one? Yeah. I think I have that for all the No Man's Sky stuff I was reading. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have a tremendous number. Um, I've been meaning to look at that achievements kind of discussion thread and sort of figure, because I, I, I do have the achievement Hunter Bone in the body. <laughs> so.
0: Yep. So that's it, everyone. Uh, yeah, this show probably will be up midday tomorrow, because we actually shot this a little later than we did uh, last week's episode. Mm. Last week, we had an editor waiting for uh, us to finish the show. He grabbed the footage and cut it together really quick. This episode, editor's not getting started until the morning. So you probably won't be seeing this until late afternoon Friday or early Friday evening. Regardless, we hope you guys have an excellent weekend. We'll see you online for some Titanfall 2. Patched and fixed, probably. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. But, uh, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week, probably with another episode like this one. We'll
1: see. Yeah. Maybe we can, uh, if, we, if we do it like this again, maybe we'll shoot early again. Maybe get yeah, it might
0: up. be a good idea. Yeah. Or maybe you and I try to, like, run the TriCaster while we record the show. <laughs> that might be kind of fun, just like, almost like a video game DJ, just, like, throwing in footage as we talk or whatever. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this week. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Game Phase Freestyle is up and out.